Welcome back, everyone. Last week was a chill week without me. You guys have a comfy cast. I heard heard all about the comfy cast. This week, we have a murder to solve. <gasps> Who done it? Who is killed? It? Is it? Brandon T. McClure. Oh. But, then but who talking, am I? But you're right there. <laughs> what a short mystery. What? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Welcome to 171 of the Fictional Podcast. I'm Woo. Brandon C. McClure. Back again. Yay. My face is all healed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, looked, always look good to me. Oh, thanks, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Sparks Woody. Hey, hey. How are you? Doing pretty good. Ben Magnet. Yo. How are you? Not bad, actually. Cool. Ryan Deliopolis. <laughs> <laughs> I read a tweet about a New Yorker article about you. You're famous. <laughs> I was going to do the intro to Southern accent, but I was like, nah, I can't do that. I'm Mel Blanc. <laughs> Mel Blanc? Nope. <laughs> Wrong guy. <laughs> so, what's up, Dan? You, you, go. you got the Blanc part right there. Yeah, you did. Okay. Benoit Blanc is here. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, well, I, I'll say this. Oh, no, that's Carl Sanders. Fog, that's Foghorn that's Leghorn. That's Foghorn Leghorn. Leghorn. I'll say I'll say I'll say what, does it say I say or I do declare? What's this? Like, it's I say, I say, I say, I say. I'm Foghorn Leghorn over here. So, what we want is what now we you're have. Some KFC. Yeah. No, anyway, uh, Reba McIntyre is my favorite colonel. <laughs> that did happen. Yep. Uh, what? Yeah, I am. I am back. <laughs> yes, uh, you are. I was not on last week. You were not. Did you watch a thousand movies? No, actually, I mm. I, I saw Knives Out twice. Um. You know, we 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 had uh, we had Thanksgiving, but I'm just going to say up, up top, uh, I mentioned my face, and you'll get a couple of mentions in our Star Wars episode. But I I had a terrible fall. Yes. Yeah. Uh, last week, we're recording this the week after Thanksgiving. I had a terrible fall on the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Uh, also, you guys didn't mention last week was Sparks' birthday, so you know. Uh, That's that. true. We didn't. Yeah. I was there in in loving memory. I I didn't bring it up. I know. <laughs> yeah. Which is why I did. Uh, <laughs> he loves talking about his birthday. <laughs> He's a birthday Grinch. I, I wasn't going to say anything, but it was also the only uh, fake nerd podcast Instagram that didn't post about one of us okay, having that, a birthday because it was Thanksgiving. <laughs> that's my fault. It's all because, coming out. No, that, that, the that's, knives are out. That is my fault because I was spent all of Thanksgiving in the hospital. Oh, that's okay. No, that's 100% fair. Um, since I, I, I do a lot of the Instagram posts, I was just in the hospital. It's fine. It's fine. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I just sat there going, I could. But it, I know it'd just be me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so I, I, I blacked out and I fell uh, flat on my face in the tub, uh, which has caused quite the commotion in my family. Can, can we be clear? You were not like taking a shower and fell into the tub. It was I, not that we have to be specific, but you didn't like fall all the way from no. up there and slip and everything. From a, to to from a s- smaller height <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to put it in l- as less detail as possible from a sitting position on the toilet I fell into mm, the tub. I'm still not sure <laughs> what you'd be doing. <laughs> not sure. <laughs> um, uh, I woke up feeling pretty, pretty dizzy and then I, I I blacked out and I fell into the tub. My whole face was swollen um, and I had an infection in my nose afterwards because of the um, the uh, a cut I received on my nose. And the only reason why I bring this up is because the infection went away with the antibiotics. I had some antibiotics after spending hours in the hospital on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Best Thanksgiving I've ever had, actually. And uh, weird because normally people would say that's the worst Thanksgiving they ever. Knives had. out, out now. I feel <laughs> like I feel like you're not giving enough credit to the fact that most Thanksgivings over the past like six or eight years have ended with us going shopping together. No, that's true. Ching, ching, this ching, is the ching, first ching. one that didn't. That's true. Yeah, that was sad. Yeah, that was sad. Anyway. Um, 
Take that, capitalism. So I uh, so yeah, go uh, home. <laughs> so I had an infection. So so after the antibiotics, did their stuff and you know cleared up the infection. I still had pain in my no- my mind, in my in my face, in my nose. And I was like, why why am I so why do I have so much pain? Oh yeah, I slammed my face in the bottom of a tub. Yeah, that that'll do it, man. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I forget that I, the antibiotics were not going to get rid of the pain from yes, that. Sure. You still got to recover. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, my face is all nice and nice and pretty again. Yeah. I agree. You're like Bruce Wayne after Endgame when he came back the the, the most Bruce, Bruce Wayne w- after Endgame? Do you remember Bruce Wayne after in- Endgame? Yeah, in Joe in, in Batman I'm not Endgame. Wrong. You're I'm right. not wrong. Scott <laughs> Snyder's final, yes. final run. <laughs> he he was rejuvenated and he was the best Batman. He's like, This is the toughest I've ever been in all my years. Yes. Oh, like, that's you oh, right the, now. Yes. Yeah, uh, yes. Damn it. the Joker. Yeah. yeah, the Joker. I'm not pulling Endgame. this out my ass. No, guys. no, you're not. You're absolutely not. I still have those. Check, wow. check your nerd card, everyone. <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> when you said endgame, I'm like, hold the phone. Oh, no, I know Scan Tony Stark bingo is always on the mind. I get I, it. I have some things I want to bring up from last week, however. Let's do it. Uh more specifically, you guys talked about the Michael Jackson. Musical biopic. We didn't have a lot of news. You're welcome. <laughs> and I'm so glad you brought it up. However, you forgot the most important thing. No. What? The glove is from space and likes to touch little boys. Oh, that, I yeah, I, I did watch. I did what? listen to a podcast. I went further into it. It's way worse than we if I if I'd read that detail, I would have included it. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought you might. It's like an unbiased look into it, and I'm like, oh. So it is. So they are saying that the it's glove, not Michael Jackson's fault. It is. They are saying that it is the space glove. Yeah. That likes to touch little boys. Yeah. Wow. Boy. <laughs> Hold up. I need to call the po- hees. No, the police are in on it. So <laughs> that's horrible. Yeah. That is Johnny God. Depp, what I are you doing? Re- if I had known that, I'd be like, oh, no, 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 no. No, this tracks. Doesn't he have another <laughs> Crimes of Grindelwald to make or something? Three more. Oh! <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Jesus, now I'm sad. <laughs> you did this to yourself. <laughs> uh, and I just wanted to say, Ben, yeah? you really lit up in uh, in the last episode. I did? <gasps> you really did. In uh, what? Uh, you guys were talking about the X-Men comics. Oh, yes. Uh, uh-huh. which, I, which I really liked. Uh, I, I also like all those books. I put three X-Men comics on my pull list for the first time ever. You guys, I can't oh. tell you how happy I am. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good day for me. Um, and Ben... Wait, what are the three? Don't uh, tell me. X-Men, Marauders, yes. Yes. X-Force. Yes. Uh, yep, got it. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't read Fallen Angels or... I didn't read one. it either. So <laughs> it's okay. I didn't care to put that one on yeah, there. Yeah. But yeah, you really lit up in la- last week. For, for listeners who don't who, who obviously listen to the show, you know that a lot of the time, you know, Ryan, Sparks, and I can really just kind of get going, and, and ben, ben will, like, listen and sometimes zone out and fall asleep. But <laughs> not <laughs> all... More observant. <laughs> yes. And... Uh, ben, ben is the Riley Sloan of this show. <laughs> oh, but you, but last week, man, I say you that were, with affection, Riley. <laughs> but no, man, last week you were on it. You were like, you were, you were interrupting people. You were jumping ben, in. Please interrupt were, me more. Okay. You were, go, you were going for it, man. No, because I liked what I read. It's all a compliment. I know. It's all a compliment. No, no, I, I take, I am taking it as a compliment. And I thank but, you for that. But a backwards diss on your performance in previous episodes. <laughs> yeah. Jesus bloody hell! Well, I didn't say it. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's great. I love it. No, because uh, I actually did enjoy what I read. I had things to say about it. I really and liked it and I still need to make a damn trip out to the comic book store because I know I have a thick ass pole over there and I want to add more and With I might C's. be taking stuff out. Mm-hmm. Sonic? As long as it's not X-Men. Not Sonic and definitely not X-Men. I'm going to give it one more shot but I was thinking about it a while ago the last time I read Bendis' Superman. I It's been a while. Might, yeah, I know. I know. But I might be cutting ties. Oh, he, they just revealed the secret identity. That's yeah. the thing that just happened. Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah. I mean, I st- uh, I'm still super far behind on my comics. I was hoping to catch up this weekend, but I didn't because other things. And I was actually, I've actually been thinking about this for a while because I want to get more X Men books and I still want to read DC stuff. But also, I have Ruby now. Sonic is picking up really well. Um, yeah, I, I did, th- I did the math. Uh, I have more Marvel books than DC books on my pull list. That's a first. Thank you, Jonathan Hickman. That's never happened before. I know because what Donny Cates too. Yeah, Donny Cates too. Because uh, Brandon, the time I've known you, it's always been more Marvel, and also I want to add more Star DC. Wars. You mean? Oh, more DC. Thank yeah. you, thank you. It's, yeah. And also I want to add that Star Wars book on my poll when that starts up. The Greg Pak one, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, what, the one set after Empire. Yeah, yeah, the one between Empire and Return of the Jedi. Yeah. I want to start reading that. Um. So I saw. I have never, like, bought single issues of Star Wars. No, neither have I. Yeah, I, I, I've I, never done. I it. did a I lot did. when it started. When Star yeah. Wars came back, you only do Star Wars and tra- I, I like to do like uh, IP comics and trades mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I, I think with Star Wars, a lot of it has been like I know I'll own it eventually. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, I'll just leave it alone. I was in the zeitgeist of it. Yeah. And that number one is one of the highest selling comics like, of all time. Like, yeah, I, I regret. I regret Star not like. One. Oh yeah. I regret not taking like some of the Disney launch stuff more seriously. Yeah. And the great thing about I it finally is got that Alex Ross variant. Yeah. Oh, really? It's yeah, really yeah. nice. Uh, most of the books were like all good too. So it was like, oh wow. No, this you is know crazy. what really yeah. bugs me out? I stopped reading Darth Vader right when it was getting. It was Darth Vader was the first Darth Vader one. The not the Soul Run. The guy who Karen Gillan. Thank you. I, I have. Karen I bought G- every day, every. And Karen Gillan's run. run of Darth Vader was fan. All of Vader's been good. Yeah. I, Fan-friggin-tastic. And I am so mad at myself because I, I think I was in a really bad money pinch when I had to drop it, and I just dropped that in Star Wars and a whole bunch of other comic books, and I hate myself. Well, I don't hate myself. I was kicking myself. They're expensive, Because all, stu- all the stuff, like the scene that Brian described me between him and Dr. Aphra when Vader said, I never said I was going to use a lightsaber, and turns his saber on, and he was about to F her up. Yeah, Aphra's a good character. What were you going to say? I wish I'd bought single issues all the way up through Vader down. Yeah, yeah. That was- oh. I regret that I didn't do that. I yeah. still have those issues. I didn't catch up on any comics this week. Uh, which <laughs> I did that. Yeah, I wanted to. <laughs> which is a bummer. The l- two weeks, uh, the, uh, the last two weeks, I've, I consumed very little media because I, I did a lot of Star Wars watching, which we did the recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. watched The Last Jedi twice. Nice. <laughs> and, um, uh, but I did, I did get through all of uh, the toys that made us and the movies that made us. Oh, cool. I didn't realize that the movies that made us was I've out. I've been curious about that if, the, if it's the same quality. Very good. Okay, good. Because yeah. I'm more interested in the movies than the toys, to be honest. I think the toys that made us season three is still good, but they've got they're kind of starting to run out of toys. Yeah. Um, but they did or really interesting th- stuff. Or interesting yeah. Toys, yeah. The a couple of times because they need to focus on the fact that they're toys. They they stumble upon to what is to me the more interesting story. So they did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and they talk about the history of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but they have to gloss over the comic books. But because that's where they, they got to get to the but they got to get to the toy part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I, I totally appre- I totally understand that mindset, but I w- wish they would do just an episode on the comic, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, honestly, give it time, yeah. and like I wouldn't be like the comics that made us or whatever. And one of the things that that I really like about the toys that made us and the movies that made us, and I didn't realize it until I watched the movies that made us because they did Dirty Dancing, Die Hard, Home Alone, and Ghostbusters. That's why you watch Dirty Dancing. It is. Got it. <laughs> and. Um, uh, they did all f- all four of those movies, and one of the things that I found was super interesting is that they're uh, not just unbiased, but they are telling stories that we've never heard before because they're going to people who we've never talked to before. I love that. And like, in some cases, like we'll talk to the director, like we talked to Christopher Columbus, uh, Dan Aykroyd, Ivor Reitman. We talked to those people. 
But so many times when you see documentaries online or on uh, the DVDs, they are studio cut and they're almost like, cookie cutter. Yeah, they, yeah. Give, yeah. they the, have the to, answers you always hear. Yeah, it's yeah. the same. It's the same things. But for the toys that made us and the movies that made us, they don't have to do anything like that. Mm-hmm. It is kind of a bummer that we don't get the perspective of the more famous people because of money. Um, but you still get like you don't for whatever reason. Macaulay Culkin's not in the Home Alone one. And I just find that weird. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, and uh, Jennifer Grey is not in the Dirty Dancing one. Uh, that's a little less weird. But uh, so what I really appreciate is that we get stories that we've never heard before, and we hear the kind of unfiltered truth of getting these movies made. I movie documentaries are honestly like my. I love them so much. Yeah, and that's why I love like the the Last Jedi one. Yeah, because you the see the Jedi. you see like the turmoil of making of that movie and, and like and like them collaborating. And I yeah. I love the Blade Runner uh, Final Cut uh, uh, DVD has like a five hour documentary on it Damn. from inception to when the movie came out and afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I I love seeing the way movies are made. So like I'm super excited. I forgot it was even coming out. Yeah, I had so, no idea it was out. Yeah. I had finished the Toys That Made Us season three. And I, again, I still like it. It's just not as good as the first two seasons. <clears throat> yeah, because um, I just think they're running out of material. Uh, and after a while, every story for making toys is the same. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's like we have this idea. This idea is dumb. We need a buyer. Can't find a buyer. It's, hey, it's we found so, a buyer. It's hey, so toys are crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy how many toy stories are are underdog stories. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the Toys That Made Us actually has a really good line from the TMNT one where they're just like, nobody just comes up with an idea and brings that idea to life through toys. Nowadays, it's all based through IP or yeah. it's the same toys. I found that really interesting, especially when you talk about the He-Man episode, the He-Man episode of the toys that's, that made that's us. That's a good one. It's a good episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talk about the fact that they came up with this idea for He-Man and then they had nothing else. So when they were selling it to Toys R Us, they're like, oh, there's a movie coming out. And there's a show. And, and so they had yeah. to go back and be like, okay, now we need a movie. Yeah, yeah. We need to make a movie of this thing. Uh, so I mean, the same can be said for most. If you like Transformers and GI Joe, yeah, like, Transformers. All right, we gotta build some shit around this. Kids yeah. don't care, right? Hey, that one guy who at Marvel Comics, where he just made the backstories for all the characters for the Marvel books. That's what a dream job. Yeah. yeah. God, I hope that guy got paid for for his work. Right. Yeah. So I I really liked I really liked both of those. The movies that made us is really good. The Die Hard one is awesome. Oh yeah. Um, Nakatomi Plaza. Yeah, the Dirty Dancing one. Like stories stories you've not heard before. Does the Die Hard one go into if it's a Christmas movie? No. Damn it. They don't touch that. That I'm not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, speaking of movies, however, I did watch a... Oh, I, I just want to point out real quick. I'm really into docu-series right now because of this. So I, I love The World According to Jeff Goldblum. I'm watching The Imagineering oh, Story yes, oh, yes. Oh, I need on a, Disney+. Plus. I watched the second episode of Je- Jeff Goldblum, Imagineering Stories on my queue. I... Uh, have come up with a pretty good uh, Jeff Goldblum impression. Really? Uh, I'm kind of proud of My eyes are closed. Oh, no, I don't sound like him. Oh, uh. <laughs> that's what an impression is. No, it's just the cadence of how he speaks. Oh, gotcha. Okay, okay. Because, uh, you know, there'll be just times where, you know, he he points like he points like this, which is really strange. So you, you got to get the point right. Uh, mm. For people who are listening to the audio, you're not going to know There's what There's a circle made with his index finger and thumb. Yeah, so he's... So, so Sorry, mi- uh, middle. Ah, I'm not good with the things. Whatever. Never mind. Uh, so he'll just be like, he'll just be starting the episode like, here's, uh, here's what I'm thinking about uh, uh, right now. I'm thinking... Uh, uh, sneakers and how uh, they're made. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Yep. So like he, so like he'll just start an episode like that, uh, and I, 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 I love it. So I'm really into docu series right or now. Or like when the ice cream episode is like, did you know worldwide, we eat the amount of ice cream we eat is equivalent to five filled Olympic swimming pools. That is he makes that is amazing. He makes ice cream. He makes a Jeff Goldblum ice cream. Yeah, from salt and straw. What does it taste like? 
I don't remember. Mm. There's plants in it. The it denim like experience. episode. It, so yeah, I'm really into docu series right now. They're they're a lot of fun. Uh, but I, I saw some a couple of movies. I didn't see a lot, whole lot of movies, but I saw a beautiful day in the neighborhood, which is not at all what that trailer tells you it is. It's about the man. It's right. Did, so I, I so the trailer will tell you it's about Mr. Rogers. Isn't it like a uh, Superman for all seasons where it's more about his impact on other people than it is about the man himself? Specifically about one person, the reporter okay. guy that he's yeah. interviewing. Yeah, and uh, uh, Sparks. You know how much I like father son stories. No, I've never. Is heard. Mr. Never. Rogers no. his father? No. Oh. Uh, Chris Cooper is. Oh. Though Mr. Rogers and Tom Hanks uh, are related. Yes, they are. Tom Hanks is incredible in the movie. Found that out. And they, uh, they, they, they have transitions that are like his, tra- the Mr. Rogers transitions. And uh, I, I, I was crying at the end. And uh, also, so speaking of crying at the end, I watched Charlie's Angels. The first or second one? The new one. Oh yeah, you saw that? I did see that. Oh nice. This week, yeah. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. I liked it. I'll be honest. Okay, cool. Okay. It's 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 like a fine movie. It's good. Yeah. Okay. It's fun. Uh, if you want to see Kristen Stewart look hot and flirt with Naomi Scott, that's the whole Absolutely. movie. Absolutely. <laughs> that's wow. the whole movie. <laughs> you sold me. <laughs> Bye guys. <laughs> Going back to the movie. We're gonna review Charlie Angels today. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and no, I, I st- I've been wanting to see it, so I, yeah. I want to go see it. Ryan is getting up. He is putting his shoes on, and he is. I'm a Case 2 fan. I don't care. Yeah, me too. We saw that underwater trailer, which I completely forgot all about. I have been such a big defender of her for so long against all the Twilight crap. Cause her like, and Robert Pattinson. Her, her and Robert Pattinson, yeah. but her even more so because like some people just landed on her a lot more. I think partially because of sexism. Uh, but I like, will tell you, just throw that out there. when I was a teenager, when Twilight was coming out, I actively disliked her because I thought she only did the exact same thing in every role. And that's not true at all. I was being young and dumb. So when Twilight had come out, I'd already seen my personal favorite film I've ever seen her in, which is Cake Eaters. Oh, yeah. That's, that's my favorite too. performance yeah. that it, of hers, personally. Yeah. And I've been like, uh, everybody has not seen enough K-Stew movies if, they are, I if will they're argue. anti-her. And I... And I will always defend that, like, I think she plays Bella perfectly. She plays that character exactly as written. So does Robert Pattinson. They are actors They're just being poorly told. written characters. Yeah, yeah. But they play them immaculately. I will argue if you don't like Kristen Stewart, you've, you've only seen Twilight. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the movie. I think Elizabeth Banks is the weakest link in the movie. That's a Ooh. shame. Uh, what movie is she? Sl- Invisible Woman. Yes. Does that worry you at all? A little, little bit. bit. Yeah. Because I don't think she's that good of a director i don't I, think I, I don't think she's yeah. as good when she's wearing too many hats that's a good point yeah yeah like i think she needs to be one or two things she not has, three or four things she has far more screen time in this movie than she should have had yeah because she's co-writing producing directing and starring or and in starring, starring in yeah. invisible just thing like she's and directed Charlie's she's directed two movies and i i haven't seen charlie's angels but it's not a hit yeah and pitch perfect 2 is not a hit either right so i'm just like yeah Ooh. i think elizabeth banks is a little uh I love her acting. Like she, yeah. she's 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 good in it. She's the weakest link of the cast. I stand um, I stand by what I said when we were talking about last week, which is that I feel like she's trying to really push the same thing that Michelle Rodriguez is not getting as much traction with doing, which is that just trying to push forward more female specific films, more female driven uh, roles, and and like females writing for them and making the movies for them and i'm all about that i just think that she tries to wear too many like she doesn't need to be in them at the same time she doesn't need to i think that that she needs to take some steps back yeah i'll agree with that i have a couple more points i wanted to make about charlie's angels it does the card it does this not a cardinal sin yet but it should be uh because the weekly panel turned me on to this it explains what an emp is Nobody needs to be explained what an EMP is. Everyone, everyone knows what an EMP I, is. I, 
I, I would argue that like some 13 year old boy from Nevada might not know what an EMP is. I would argue some 13 year old boy from Nevada is not watching Charlie's Angels. Every movie That's is true. somebody's first exactly. EMP like, movie. I, <laughs> like we are hardcore like into <laughs> science fiction and like technology like electromagnetic pulses aren't exactly something that's in the everyday i get that yeah but every single movie that an emp shows up in it is explained and i'm getting a little tired of it i'll, I'll agree okay um, is this the batman's parents getting murdered little bit technology little bit i feel you uh oh joker i would if i have to watch if i have to watch the waynes die again i'm gonna kill him myself <laughs> <laughs> oh we just decided to talk about joker all of a sudden just all of a sudden no yeah. I, that's that's the one thing i, no, I agree with. like i think that's the absolute worst thing in that movie yeah and i listened to an interview have you listened to our review yet? Not yet you need to do that because we definitely like talk at length about how mishandled like showing the waynes get yeah. killed again was uh i listened to an interview with todd phillips uh writer director of of joker uh and, and the batman stuff was in there from day one so they were like i know i am making a comic movie so i mean like we got to do something for it yeah. and so uh that's uh, I, was, I, w- I will pull out a gun and shoot the waynes again well i well i've been murdered a hundred times so you wouldn't get charged <laughs> i'm never gonna be a person that calls todd phillips a genius so <laughs> no one's gonna do that <laughs> somebody some people already have my yeah. friend a bunch of teenagers for joker yeah, yeah he's a genius he killed the waynes anyway Visionary. back to everyone else who killed the waynes stands up <laughs> back to charlie's angels uh, which I have written here, Charles, Charles Angels. Charles Angels. <laughs> uh, Patrick Charles. Stewart. Patrick Stewart is great. Oh, oh God, Patrick. Patrick Stewart. Yes, Charles Xavier. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. Patrick Stewart <laughs> is in it a whole lot more than I thought he was. Oh, sweet. Uh, uh, he's really good. Who's the bad guy? Is it a famous? I cannot person? say. Uh, oh, you don't, like you don't remember? Or? No, it's a spoiler. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. I, I want to see it. So, cool. yeah. no, that's actually good to know. Um, the. Uh, Elizabeth Banks plays a angel who was promoted to the role of Bosley. So an ex-angel. So who cool. was promoted to the role of Bosley. I like it. Which I thought was an interesting twist. Yeah, I, I, I think the cast is good. I love Naomi Scott. I do too. So yeah, I I'm only unfamiliar with one of the angels. So, but but Sue uh, and Naomi Scott, there, I'm crazy about. There is a there is actually a, a there is actually they tie Patrick Stewart back through to the original angels hell yeah oh cool which i thought was really cool man i'm i'm all about it i'm a i'm like not a hardcore charlie's angels fan because i'm think not that's a charlie's because angels fan. like i'm only a fan of the movies with drew barrymore and yeah. and cameron as Diaz. most people are I, I i've never been a fan of the original show yeah. i never went back to it and i was not a fan of the reboot show they tried to do at all i tried oh, i forgot about that oh i gave it its shot and it was a bad shot yeah. <laughs> um I don't i don't don't actually? worry about it. It was terrible. All right, it was cool. canceled very quickly. Alrighty. Um, uh, so I really want this movie to work, and I like that cast a lot. Yeah. Unfortunately, it, I it's really probably going to be just that. It looks like it's. A, it looks like it, it. It did bomb, so we're not going to get another one. But I would have liked to have seen another one. Uh, fun Patrick Stewart fact: There's a video game called Plants vs Zombies, and it's a like a it's like a shooter game. Mm-hmm. Patrick Stewart is voicing one of the new DLC characters for <laughs> that game. Good. Patrick Stewart once Get voiced a poop emoji, no, so th- I, that's I'm not I, surprised. I'm just saying, like that man clearly needs a bigger house, so <laughs> it's good for him. More dogs. He needs to foster more dogs. Yes, please. Uh, so that's all I got for the he last. He does good things with his money. So he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's all I got for the last couple of weeks. What about you guys? Who wants to go next? Uh, I didn't do very much, so I'll go next and get it out of the way. Uh, I played some more Death Stranding. 
Um, let me tell you about this anime moment that happened to me real quick. Go for so it. when you deliver packages city to city, right? And I deliver this package, and then a cutscene happens, and I'm like, "Cool, I love 45 minute cutscenes." So uh, uh, this delivery man comes and drops a package off because the chiral network is down, and you guys know that's the super internet. So this totally. guy's like, "Hey, the chiral network is down, and I had to bring this package to you, and you got to deliver it to the city. Uh, it's very fragile, and that's one of the names of the characters. Fragile. That's Leia Sedu, the blonde girl from No Time to Die. Fun mm. fact. So he's like, "It's very fragile. Ha 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 ha. I'm not a bad guy." And and he disappears, and your main character is like, "Oh, don't see a problem with." that so i go and have to deliver this package and then i go to sleep and in my sleep i have a dream about the bad guy and he's delivering the package and he's like it's very fragile and then the camera zooms on his face and then the face transitions to the bad guy's face and it's just the same face and i'm like and and then sam porter bridges wakes up and he's like oh it's the bad guy's name and i'm like no shit bro (laughs) so i have to deliver a nuclear bomb to a bottomless pit of tar or else the whole world will explode uh and i was like this is so anime. I can't even believe it right now. <laughs> so like that was that was my week in, in video <laughs> games, <weird> guys. Game. <laughs> yeah, um, Leia Sadu is really good in it. Um, as you know, time fall happens, and uh, it makes things accelerate time. She's forced to buy this terrorist guy to carry a bomb to that same tar pit years ago, uh, uh, it naked. So her entire body has aged except for her face because uh, she saved. She basically saved the world and sacrificed her own health. And I thought that was a really cool character moment. Uh, And then stupid anime shit happens. Uh, (laughs) That game's still fun, though. That's good. I read a lot of stupid anime shit. Yeah. Speaking of old people, X-Men 3 introduces a new uh, villain group called Horticulture. And not horticulture like the plants. Horde-a-culture. Right? And it's a bunch of old uh, girls who reference uh, the Golden Girls a lot. And they kick Cyclops' ass. And everyone on the internet hates it. And I'm like, oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, this is the dumbest shit. And they're so funny. And Hickman like is writing a bunch of 80-year-old women who kicks the X-Men ass. X-Men's ass and people hate it and I'm like nah guys this is perfect this is so good yeah a lot of I saw a lot of people yeah. disliking it oh man no the Golden Girls are great guys <laughs> I love it uh, that's it that's me uh, no oh, we Betty also White. watched Rick and Morty oh we did that's a joint op you're right that's true uh, Betty, Betty White was in the latest Porky Ass in Question <gasps> nice Ooh, we're gonna have to watch that yeah. uh, is she playing the same role she was playing in the new movie Bitey White yeah Bitey yes. White yeah that's awesome um, we did watch Rick and Morty that show is still really good that show is still really good Tied to that, Harmontown, which is Dan Harmon's podcast, which has been running for seven years, just had its final episode, and it was really sad. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a, it was like a two and a half hour, like excellent, like we were all sad when we made the show, and we all grew to be happy together, and it's like, oh, that's really sweet. That's sad. It's all of you listeners of Harmontown, come to us. Good. Yep. Yeah, that'll ha- same, that's how that'll work. Yeah. Same, same content. <laughs> yeah. We'll uh, we'll do seven years and be sad. Yeah, I'll just uh, rap a lot more. That's what he does a lot. No, we had <laughs> to start sad, get happier, and then be sad at the end. I'm halfway there. Uh, can you meet me halfway <laughs> yeah rick and morty's still really good yeah it's still great i am glad that show is going to get a couple more years worth of content it is not me on too. hulu yet so i'm bummed like any of the episodes no no Ooh. the the previous seasons obviously when the season is over they'll put oh on the hulu. whole season yeah okay. yeah so i'm i'm waiting cool me too um uh i also watched some um yeah we watched titans we watched like three or four episodes of titans watch four episodes of titans um that show's fine. It's we got we got ourselves right up to the episode where Superboy shows up, and then we quit. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> because we retired. <laughs> yeah, um, I think that show is still like it's a really good CW show. Um, just a better budget. Sometimes um, it's better than that. No, it is. And then there was one episode where it was like one hundred percent. No, yeah, CW. <laughs> There's, uh, but I still like that. Talk about the Aqualad stuff. I am. I still like that episode a whole lot. Yeah, I just I think the, I think the stuff. I just the, feel like the writing was bad. It was, <laughs> and like like worse than. 
than it had been yeah all of a sudden i every once in a while i will allow a soapy teen drama to get to me yeah, and just the stuff between those two characters was working for me yeah a little bit and then i think they're uh, good actors with bad writing yes um uh death strokes in the show uh he's pretty cool I think this uh, is a good version of this show. Ha- Hawk and Dove are that show. Hawk and Dove are still the best part of that show, which they're, is something they're incredible. I never thought I'd say. I don't. Those two actors are. I don't get it. Those two actors are way better than everyone else on the I show. Didn't, I didn't put it on the news because we because it was taken down, and I actually have theory, I have a theory that it's fake. Mm-hmm. But there was a leaked Star Girl pro- promo. Anybody oh. see that? No, I didn't hear about I it. I really hope it's not real because it looks bad. Yeah. Okay. Is that the CW one no, or the DC that's DC Universe? universe. Okay. Or HBO Max. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who knows? Okay. Uh, yeah, Titans. Titans is still cool. Yeah. Um, there's there's neat stuff. How's Bruce Wayne? We we haven't seen him much outside of the first episode. No, he, he was, was good. He was in the last. He episode. wasn't. In, he no. he talked to Dick a, a little bit. In the last, he talked episode? to his dick. He talked to a dick. Oh. We, to be fair, we watched four episodes in a row, yeah. but there was definitely a part where he talked. There was like a flashback of him talking to him for just a minute. It was only a minute. Oh, okay. okay. But it's he's just playing Bruce Wayne talking. He's not really being Batman of any kind. Not yet. It's just an old man talking. Yeah, yeah. He's fine. Is he the oldest guy to play Batman? No, Kevin Conroy's playing Batman. Yeah, he's older. He's yeah. yeah he's Kevin Conroy's in his eighties. Yeah. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah. Holy shit! Good job, dude. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. Damn. Um, do you want to go next? Yeah. Did you have anything else, Ryan? No, I didn't really do much. Uh, I am heading into finals. So l- like I've said before, I'm in like film related classes and I'm in a visual design film class. And so I have to watch movies and I watched a movie called Upstream. Color. Hell yeah, baby. Tell me about the worms. <laughs> and a really funny thing happened to me. <laughs> um, this is, this is a cool movie. If you haven't seen Upstream Color, it's really cool actually. Um, but I'm used to like, this is a visual design class. So I'm used to a lot of artsy stuff. And uh, I was watching it, and there's this one shot where they're showing, like, this parasite that's inside this woman. And you're seeing the parasite, like, kind of move around. It's in this, like, orangish light and everything. And then uh, it cut back to real life, and they frozen the image of the maggot kind of curled as it's showing the woman, like, moving her body. And this is the first time you're seeing, like, the parasite move under her skin and stuff like that. And, like, it held the frozen image over that as she's experiencing all these next things. And I was like, wow, that's that's kind of interesting, like a choice. And so it's like this orange overlay. It's just on uh, most of the images on the right side of the screen where you can't see anything behind it. And then everything else, it's like faded over. And you're just watching as she goes through the, the experiences of this. And I'm, and I'm like, wow, this is on here a long time. And I was just captivated by that. And I'm like, why are they, is it supposed to be because like now this is when the parasite is affecting her the most. And so we're getting that impression. And then it gets to this point where like, she's she's rebelling against it and and she's called somewhere else and this guy this pig farmer takes the parasite out of her and after it's out of her the image is still overlaid and i'm like oh is it like because she's still feeling the effects of it and then like 25 minutes have gone by this image still overlaid this frozen image of the the worm bent and everything and i'm like man this is a weird choice but i mean art artsy film i guess um you got Twin Peaks, you're and then it that. cuts right, and yeah. then it cuts to the pig farmer, and we're just following the pig farmer for a while, but the worm is still overlaid. And I'm like, oh no, I'm starting to think that this isn't how this is supposed to be viewed. <laughs> so I exit out of the movie, and sure enough, when I go to the the like main hub of my television screen, the worm is still overlaid <laughs> on my television screen. Wow! So I've watched 25 minutes of this movie. A way that it's not meant to be seen <laughs> with this orange overlay just gone, hmm, artsy choice, and yep. been trying to interpret it the entire time. That was an experience. Wow. Um, okay. That's literally, I, I've explained this to you, but to the other guys, there's a movie called uh, The Tree of Life 
Uh, and that's a very, I've very, that's a very artsy movie. I watched a version online that <laughs> no, was. No, I'm sorry. I, I, I thought The Fountain. I've seen The, the Fountain. Fountain. Okay, yeah, very, diff- very different movie. <laughs> very but, different. But, yeah, but still very artsy. Uh, lots of like beautiful images and like not a lot of dialogue. Yeah, but The Fountain makes sense. No, you're right. Does it? <laughs> Yes. Okay. Made no, sense to me. No, you're right. Um, but uh, half the audio was missing for the Tree of Life, right. and I just thought that <laughs> yes. I just thought that's how it was. <laughs> so half the dialogue, it's like the the actor is speaking, but there's nothing coming out. But like they're acting, so I can tell what's going on because yeah. that's good acting. Right. And like half the movie <clears> goes on, and I realize that these people are talking for five minutes, and I don't hear anything. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I think <laughs> there might be something. Yeah, up with yeah. The, and then I found the regular. Person. So, so the TV had like hiccuped and glitched and caused this, and I'm like, what a crazy coincidence! It glitched yeah. right at that moment. Like, not only like on a freeze frame, on the last freeze frame of the maggot moment. We're used to because yeah. then it cuts back to reality right after where that freeze frame happens, which makes it seem seamless and intentional. And I was like, that's nuts. I had a weird our, co- like our artistic learning, experience. Dude. That was never meant to happen. <laughs> Our TV flickers in and out every now right. and then, but like it's starting to learn and be like, I know I'm broken, but this what this I'm gonna make it. Artsy. I'm gonna make it cool for yeah. you. Yeah. Does this help? Uh, I also <laughs> had to watch a 2011 version of Wuthering Heights, and in looking at information on this movie, there are Wuthering Heights has been adapted way too many oh, times. Oh yeah. Um. Anyway, and uh, I haven't seen any of them. Timothy yeah. Dalton has a version. Ian McShane has a version. What was your version that you watched? This was the most recent version that I can tell. It was made in 2011 um, by a smaller studio, and uh, it's the first one to have a black guy playing Heathcliff. Okay, cool. That was cool. Yeah. Um, and they that played into parts of the film. And I liked the first half. Uh, and then they made choices with Heathcliff that make him downright unlikable. Is there a character named Catherine in that book? In that? Yep. Oh, my God, I remember Weathering Heights. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They made choices with Heathcliff in the second half that made him downright unlikable to to care about. And you're following him and I'm like, I just I and at a certain point, like I I, I care about their relationship in the sense that I, I know the relationship because I've seen and read Wuthering Heights yeah. um before. But this this film is not doing enough to make me care. The one other thing this film did really well is that like the first half of the film is is them when they're young and they actually cast like the youngest actors that have ever been cast for the, for an adaptation of this before like usually it's just timothy dalton playing young and then it's a few years later and it's still timothy dalton but now he's older I'm you timothy know dalton uh, at 20. they do that every time but this time it's actually young kids who are like in their teens actually teenagers good and then new adults timothy dalton did not reprise his role in fork he asked a question no he did not um what a jerk what a Ugh. jerk <laughs> i wonder if he was asked mel brooks did it um Anyway, uh, so Carol, Cheryl Burnett. Did they it. have. Cheryl uh, Burnett. I don't know how familiar any of you are with Wuthering Heights, but like, uh, it's, it's, it's supposed yeah, yeah. to be a pretty like tragic romance story, and they make Heathcliff. Um, Isn't Heathcliff like supposed to be a jerk at one point though? Isn't that I, I'm trying to. Remember. He's not supposed to be violent. Okay, but he's supposed to be like, oh, I don't want to be with you. This, yeah, no, well, yeah, well, yeah but there, he has reasons. Yeah. Um, this one that he uh it's more you straight up feel like Catherine shouldn't be with him because of the way that they do it um he puts he hangs up dogs by their collars and lets them strangle so it's less cw more like oh yeah no it's like it's like heathcliff's a bad person he Uh, i don't want to see that uh so in wuthering heights what happens is that Catherine, uh because heathcliff is like a servant and everything and she shuns him even though she loves him she thinks that it's improper for her to love him so So he winds up leaving for a long time he ends up becoming a lord but in that time she married a different guy but she never loved that guy and she regrets it but he shows up and so instead he marries that guy's he marries that guy's sister 
what? Uh, to get back at Catherine for it. I'm so invested in your retelling of this movie. So, <laughs> so what happens is uh, that 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 breaks her heart and everything. But in this, but in this version, in the 2011 version, uh, Heathcliff like violently tries to murder her with a pillow, and then he breaks in a window, assaulting her at one point uh, when she's shut him out. And is this he, Jane Austen. Who is Weathering Heights? No, it's not Jane Austen. Okay, I'm not sure know. who that is. I'm a Google yeah. it. Uh, this was just not an adaptation for me. And honestly, there was uh, so much in the visual design uh, side of it that where I was like, I don't even know why this is on our, on my list. But that was a, that was an experience that I had. Oh, there. Emily Bronte. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Uh, I was not uh, I was not a fan of this adaptation personally. I um, feel. I feel. Which I wish I was because I, I think it did do cool things like the casting him as black to make that more relevant to it, and which I thought was a good choice and actually having young people play the young versions, but man, yeah. it really lost me with its interpretation. Is that really which, the last which version? It, obviously, yes. Wow. It obviously like made a choice uh, to be this way, to be this kind of like, make Heathcliff more like dangerous, but I didn't like that choice. I'm going to find the movie that I watched because there are <clears> a lot and I yeah. don't remember which one it was. There's a ton. Did you guys see the trailer for Emma? No. no. My cat? No, with Bill Maggie <laughs> and um, Magic and New Mutants. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. Yeah, looks really funny. No. Anyway, uh, so, anyway, I did that, and that's been a lot of my week is watching that stuff and working. Our worst weeks. And, uh, in 2003, MTV produced a poorly reviewed version set in modern California high school. Wonderful. <laughs> that makes sense. I got to find that. There oh, Wuthering so Heights. Many. High school. Oh, actually, um, it's coming back. You just just you saying it for no reason, just saying the name of the same book, but now it's a TV show. It's in my mind too. Yeah. I remember a trailer for it. Man. Yeah, I watched the 1992 version with Ray Fiennes and Juliette Binoche. It has been adapted mm. so many times. I haven't it's seen insane. a single version of that. I didn't know it. If I were to make more in your frankly, life. if I were to make a recommendation, I recommend watching the very first one that that was made. Okay. Um, out of Warner Brothers. Uh, I think that's... Vanna Brothers. Personally, I haven't seen every version, but I personally think that version's really good. Okay. Ben, you want to go? Sure. I'm the last one to go anyways. Um, I played a lot of Pokemon and a lot of Star Wars this week. Do-do-do-do-do. Yeah. Oh, Don't shit. I got to play Fallen Order. I want to play Fallen well, actually, Order. I, I'm not going to get to it till finals are over. Yeah, you, you got to stay for those tests. But also, I... Oh, I talked to Ken. Sorry. I got some shit to talk you to you You said Star Wars stuff, so you brought oh. up Ken, yeah. Uh, oh, I cannot say it on there. My bad. Okay. 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 Why do you do this to us? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but two things uh, happened. Uh, the first one, I am super proud of my girlfriend because she started Me watching. Me too. I, that's, what are you going to say? I'm proud of her. She too. started watching Gravity Falls. Oh, oh. I'm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. She she freaking loves that show. And I'm so happy because I also love that show. Infinity Train season two. Yes. Okay. Choo-choo. Yeah. So she started watching Gravity Falls and I'm like, yes. And also I effing love the new DuckTales show. That show is that show's rad. No, that show is super freaking rad. I was, I mean, I knew I was like, I was already liking it, but two things happened. The one where the episode where Launchpad gets his driver's license, <laughs> and there's the Darkwing Ducks duck. can't drive. No, the Darkwing Duck episode's good. I haven't seen. I haven't gotten that part yet, but he mentions Darkwing Duck, and he has like a little Darkwing Duck bobblehead on the limo that he drives Scrooge around, and it's like a TV show from yeah. the '90s. And I'm like, man, that's awesome. Uh, since you brought that up, if you're a person who's going online and saying, wow, they did such a great job with Frozen 2, why can't they make a Tangle 2? Please go watch the cartoon. Tangle. It is Tangle 2. It is Tangle 2. Yeah. But, but longer and better. 
please yeah, just go watch the cartoon. Is. It has the same voice cast. And it's exploring everything you could possibly want it to. Show? Yes, yeah. oh. and Mandy Moore. They both well, came think, back. Yeah, I feel yeah. like Mandy Moore. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. need to actually. That's actually in my thing. I I need to watch that. No, I'm, I'm like I'm not knocking you. I'm I just know. knocking these people who are like, uh, oh, give us a tangle too. I'm like, go watch the show. It's like, bitch, there is one. It's there, called, there's a really good show. You have Disney Plus? Yeah, cool. It's on there. Have fun. But another thing that like just last night because I was watching this till way too late in the morning, mm. and I got to the episode where it was like it was a flashback scene between Scrooge and Mrs. Beakley where she was aging twenty two, and they're talk trying to find like this alchemy this page from the Great Book, and the page on it is like yeah there's like these ancients came up and it was the effing gummy bears a show that I watched as a kid that I freaking loved. I'm like, holy shit, they brought in the gummy bears. Oh, the My Little Pony toys that made us is really good. You just remind, the gummy okay. bears thing, it, there's a correlation. Yeah. Watch the episode, you'll know. Okay. But yeah, they brought in the freaking gummy bears and the bounce juice that they have. I'm like, holy shit, they dug deep and I love it. Yeah. And also David Tennant's just a joy as yeah, David Scrooge. David Tennant's great as Scrooge. Ben, oh, yeah. I know. All the, all the voice actors I need you to be uh, careful around Darkwing Duck, okay? Because he can get dangerous oh, sometimes. Oh, he can. And I just, I, I care about you. Okay. So just be careful. Okay. Let's get dangerous. Let's get dangerous. Oh, thank you. Shall we go into our bread and butter on that note? Mm. And here's your bread. And your butter. Here's your bread and butter. Okay, okay, not in my ear, thank you. All right, so let's get into it. Yum, yum, yum. We got a lot to get through. Uh, we got a lot of sad news. Mm-hmm. Oh? Unfortunately, to start oh. up top. A lot of people dying. Last week, you guys didn't mention it, but I, I wanted to mention it this week. Howard Cruz passed away. He is a comic book. He is a comic book creator. He wrote a comic. He created a comic book uh, called Gay Comics. Okay. With a Z, uh, and it was an anthology that published works by openly gay authors. He has worked for DC, uh, publishing stuff. But he was an openly gay comic mm-hmm. book author who wrote a bunch of underground indie comics, and he was very influential in that market. He passed away, died of cancer last oh. week at the age of seventy-five. So I wanted to bring that up because I think he was a very influential figure. Yeah. Uh, do that. Just kind of mention that. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned. It. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry we didn't. Uh, we didn't see it. Um, Carol Spinney. I'm probably pronounce, pronouncing that wrong. Uh, he is the puppeteer for Oscar the Grouch and Big Bird, or mm-hmm. at least he was for mm-hmm. Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. He passed away this week at the age of 85. Mm-hmm. And that's really sad. Yeah. Yes. I definitely know. We we all grew up watching all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I just found a picture of him with all, like, surrounded by a bunch of Muppets. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and now we have the Star Trek triptych. Oh, boy. Yeah, I did see all the Star Trek stuff. Yeah. Oh, man. DC Fontana, Dorothy Fontana, a prominent Star Trek writer on the original series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wrote a lot of the Vulcan episodes. Uh, she passed away this week. She was a pioneer for women's rights in, in, in film and television uh, as writers. Um, and Star Trek is the show for that too. Yeah, yeah. And she she um, she helped a lot of a lot of female writers. Kind of, she paid the way for a lot of female writers. You know, when she was when she was coming up in, in the writing. So that's why she's DC Fontana, not Dorothy Fontana, because she needed to pretend that she was a man mm-hmm. to write a lot of these episodes, mm-hmm. or else people just wouldn't watch them. Um, mm-hmm. And when she you knows she was like five women like like that were working in hall in, in television, but now thirty six percent of of writers in Hollywood are women. And that's and that's a lot of because of her. Let's bump it up, baby. Um, yeah, keep it going. Uh, she passed away this week at the age of 80. She was a story editor and the writer for tr- for the original series. She introduced Box's parents, mm-hmm. created those characters. Uh, she cr- she co-wrote the TNG pilot, um, as well as wrote for Deep Space Nine and 
the original and the animated series. I just found I was just googling her and she wrote for a a Star Trek fan project. Yes, that's incredible. Yeah. Like she was like, I love Star Trek. I'll help you guys do this thing. Like, Absolutely. That she clearly loved the brand. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, she 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 is, you know, Gene Roddenberry's name. Obviously, is the creator of Star Trek, but she she should be right up there. Didn't she? Write the pilot of next, of, generation. of next generation. Yeah, with with Gene. That's amazing. Um, she also wrote for shows. She's like, the Filoni of Star Trek, pretty much. Mm. Yeah, she she uh, she also wrote for shows like Babylon Five and Million Dollar Man. Oh, Babylon Five. Yeah, yeah I love puppets. Um, so yeah, but she also wrote an episode called Charlie X, which was the third episode of Star Trek if you count the original pilot. Hmm. And I only bring that up because the title character of that sh- of that episode has also passed away this week. Mm-hmm. Oh. The actor. Robert Walker Jr. passed away this week at the age of 79. He's best known as the character Charlie in the episode Charlie X uh, uh, for the original series. Uh, obviously written by D.C. Fontana. Uh, he, he, started with, he started movies with Jack Lemmon and John Wayne. He guest starred on shows like Six Million Dollar Man and Charlie's Angels. He had a long career uh, doing many, many different types of things. Uh, so that's really sad. He's appeared in multiple Star Trek shows, right? Is this like random characters? I think Star Trek... I, I don't know. Maybe I, not. Okay, I might be thinking of someone else. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah that's, that's what happens when you have an old franchise, man. That's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. And uh, speaking of, Rene Abergenois. That's who I'm thinking of. Rene Abergenois. I recognize this guy. Yeah. Passed <laughs> yeah. away this today, as we are recording, um, at the age of 79. Uh, you guys will know him. I know him specifically from Deep Space Nine. He played the the shape cha- the sh- the changeling Odo. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's also on Boston Legal mm-hmm. that he did with William Shatner, um, which he was great in that show. He's great just in general. He did voice good work. character guy. Yeah, he did voice work for Legend of Korra and Avatar: The Last Airbender. Um, yeah, I'm really sad about all of these guys. Yeah, man, it's really a bummer. The legacy lives on. Um, yeah, when I saw Rene Auberjon Wall, that one hit me. It was like, oh shit, that's it. Is, that's like rough. the name didn't hit me, but I saw an image from Deep Space Nine. I'm like. Yep. Yeah. That's the guy. And he's yep. he's so excellent. Yeah. He's like one of the best characters on the show. Um that's yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah. Um uh, <laughs> Yeah, I forgot. Transition. I forgot I put this one go. <laughs> you guys talked about Quibi last week. Oh my god, we sure did. The new the new streaming service. Yep. Mm. Uh, um this this f- pisses me off. <laughs> Reno 911. I love that show. Got a new season. I love that show more Thanks than life Quibi. itself. Thanks to Quibi. Oh, what is Quibi? No. <laughs> what is Quibi? Exactly. I'll tell you what also what Quibi also picked up, and this is why I brought it up. It's purely the only reason why I brought it up. Okay. Uh Ryan, can you do me a favor and go on Instagram? Yes, I can. And look up Kirby Jenner. Oh no! <laughs> do I have to? Yes, you do. Okay. Because I'm sure Ben doesn't know who this is. I don't, and I'm very afraid. This is an odd turn of events. Hey guys, Kirby Jenner is the fake fraternal twin of Kendall Jenner? Yep. He photoshops himself into uh, into pictures, into publicity pictures of the of. This is not a real person. He's more famous than any of us will ever be. Yeah, (laughs) he is. He's got this crazy mustache, and he photoshops himself in these weird situations. Uh, Have you? Do you know who Kirby Jenner is? I can't even be mad at this idea. You need to. You need. I can't even be mad at it. What the hell? I can't. Honestly, I can't get mad at it. (laughs) Well, Quibi has picked up a Keeping Up with the Kardashians esque reality series. Based around Kirby Jenner. It's a fake reality show. Being produced by Kendall and Chris Jenner. So here's the thing. Uh, 
I don't know. I'm not surprised because that family will do anything to stay famous. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know jack shit about the Kardashians. Yeah. I just know that Kendall is the best one. They're like, famous because their dad was best friends with O.J. Simpson. Not just, not just that. Kim did her own. Uh, no, but that's where that's where it all started. Yes, yeah. yes. But they, the, to be fair, they have their own empire of a reality television yeah. network. They have become very successful. Kendall is the most closest to our age mm-hmm. and the most in line with what how humor works. And this, like, oh yeah, she nailed that Pepsi commercial. That was not her idea. She got paid a million dollars to be in it. She had enough power to make choices there. Bro, give me a million dollars, I'll be in anything. Anything. Yeah. Come on. I will. Too. I don't think that was. I don't think the social it was currency. Not her idea. I don't think the social currency of what that ad did to her was worth it. I agree. I, She's doing fine without what we think about her. I don't any rate, the I have. Commercial. I think this show sounds I, hilarious. I mean, too. I have yeah. been following Kirby Jenner for years. Yeah. And the fact that he's getting this is hilarious. And, and again, it's not on like AMC. It's on like some side show where it's just like, let's just make a stupid show. Yeah. Let's just do it. Obviously, Kendall doesn't care that it's not on TBS or whatever. No. Like, and this is not me defending the, the Kardashians and in the any fact, way. The fact that it's being produced by, by, by yeah. her. Yeah. Crazy. Like, it's crazy. Like, th- there have been... It's, mul- it's, the, it's the Paul Rudd gif. Hey, look at us. Yeah. Look um, at us. There have been a lot of fake reality shows that come out that I really like that are super funny that are making fun of reality shows. Yeah. I feel like this is what this is going to be. Yeah. It's going to be making fun of the thing that her family helped get really famous. Uh, and I'm I'm okay with it. This- I'll never watch it because it's on a <laughs> streaming service I've never heard of. Yeah. So that's insane. <laughs> Quibby. I brought. I, I saw that this. I saw that this week. I was like, shit. What company? Like Sony or I have no idea. Quibby? I have no idea. I love it. Uh, Wait, I was what was the news before that? Because that was better news. Reno nine one one. Reno nine one one is an excellent comedy show. Um, the movie came out Reno nine one one Miami, and The Rock was in that movie. Really? That's yeah. That movie. That was one of his first movies, and he just plays it for five minutes. Um, that is a really great. The Rock's in Star Trek Voyager. Oh, what? is he big? He's in an episode of Star Trek Voyager where he plays a wrestler on a different planet. Oh, of course oh, he does. Yeah. They put it, it's like one of his first things. Yeah, cool. No, but sense. still, he was in Star Trek. That's yeah. cool. Um, probably around the same time, Star Trek, uh, Reno 911. <laughs> it was like the early 2000s. Oh, God, um, dude. I remember watching Reno 911 on Comedy Central. I come home from school. We just turn the TV and there's Reno 911. Guys, I'm new boot goofing. That's all I'm doing. Uh, I'm really excited. Again, not going to watch it because of Quibi. Yeah. Anyway, anyone want to talk more about Kirby Jenner? <laughs> no, no, I. That do was not. way more than I ever thought I'd say. Right? I've never talked about the Kardashians anything more in my life. Anything that has anything to do with the Kardashians, I tune the f out. <laughs> anyway, uh, Lock and Key has a release date, guys. About wow. time, February seventh. That's we should get a trailer. <laughs> we should be getting a trailer soon, like now. <laughs> I think this week. Movie we got a t- Wonder Woman trailer. Is this a movie or a TV show? <laughs> TV show. TV series okay. on Netflix. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I smell dude, another just... book club. I I don't remember if I made this a book club, and now you saying that I didn't. Uh, that book, I love that book so yeah. much. Yeah, J- Joe Hill wrote it, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, that book is awesome. Stephen King's son. Stephen Stop King's son. Stop saying that shit. Ben, it's been like a year. <laughs> ben, it's been like all the time. How long have I had my nose ring? It's been since um, it chapter it's just, one. It's just great that it's always the first time for him. Yeah, it, it oh feels like the first time. The uh, goal is that eventually he'll be exposed to so much Stephen King he stuff. He will be. He'll actually have consumed all of it, and he'll interject a point. We'll be like, thanks, Stephen King's thanks. number one fan. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember we talked about like the original pilot didn't work and they yes. scrapped it and now I'm glad Scott that Scott Derrickson did that one, didn't he? No, that was that was um this this, is, that was Snowpiercer. This has been in development right. at different places for a yeah, long, it, it long time. Yeah, it was like at Amazon or Hulu or somewhere. Oh, yeah. Um but I think this is a really good book. It was a movie at one time. Yeah. Um I think this premise is dope and it actually I think works better as a TV show. Yeah. So I'm really excited. Me too. We will definitely make that a book club when it comes out. We'll oh, do totally. our volume 1 
episode one. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that'd be fun. Fun time. Uh, this happened last week. Planet of the Apes. No, sorry. This happened this week. Planet of the Apes is getting another movie. Doesn't need it. No. Uh, let me say. Let me was say. They already question. saying a while ago that they were going to make another. So, but it's going through. This was on. This was on the. This was one of the properties when Disney bought Fox yeah. that they said they were interested in bring in keeping alive. Right. Oh. Um, so, Planet of the Apes is being brought back with Wes Ball, who did Maze Runner. Uh, the, the all the movies or all the movies. Okay. Um, There's more than one. Oh yeah, there's five. There's what? There's three. there's five. There wait. There's five books. There's three movies, and I think the there's last one. Four movies. I didn't watch any. How of many them. movies are made? Google. Write, write us in. How got many it. Maze Runner movies? No, are we there? got Google, so we got it. Uh, so, Tell me more. So Wes Ball, he he did a couple of other things, but Maze Runner was like his big thing. Um, he was working on the 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 mouse movie. That's uh, that's yes yes yes. That's he why was, he's making this. He now. was working on Mouse Guard yep. for 20th Century Fox before oh. Disney came up and 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 scrapped that. Uh, but it looks like they are interested in keeping him on board. And for Disney Fox, which is going to be is weird as shit for me to say still, <laughs> yeah. um, he is going to be bringing back Planet of the Apes. However, we do not know if it will be a continuation of the Matt Reeves trilogy. Uh, I'm sorry, that's horrible to say about Rupert. Rupert Wyatt. Rupert Wyatt. There are three Maze Runner movies out. Okay. There are three major movies out. But there are five books. Yes. They're, I think they're working on a TV Get on it, Wes They're Ball. working on a TV <laughs> show, I believe. Remember when they were turning that Shailene Woodley Divergent series into a TV series? Not, y- mm, maybe. <laughs> what they I, scrapped that last what movie. What makes Maze Runner so sad to me is that uh, that's where... Um, Dylan O'Brien? Dylan O'Brien's career went to die. That's where he got it severely did. injured, yeah. yeah. Dylan O'Brien's a really good actor. He's he a is. really good actor. Yeah. Yeah, I watched so Teen Wolf. Ow. Um... Yeah, so this guy was going to do Mouse Guard, but now he's doing this for Disney Fox. Um, he says, I'll say this about apes. This is the only thing that he's got. He just tweeted this out. He says, I'll say this about apes. Uh, I grew up on the original and absolutely love the previous trilogy. I would only do this if I felt I could offer something special while still honoring what's come before. We have something that's shaping up to be an awesome chapter to this franchise. It also doesn't hurt. I'm friends with all the folks behind these movies. Okay. This is going to be a remake of the first movie. Which first movie? Like the, the, the first, first the movie. First, okay. first, first. Nineteen seventies, right? Do so. Yeah. Do we? Oh, man. Do we have people in a like? Wh- what do you do? Because we're at a point where like I think you, you continue the you continue the people the CG. just okay. I think you continue. But the now CG. they'll wear clothes. Yeah, and they'll have a society. It'll be like the it'll it's be cats. like the end. Or it True. could be like the end of yeah. uh, Tim Burton's movie. Abraham Monkey. Hey, you Lincoln? know what? If yeah. they want to continue that thread, Abraham hey, Monkey do Lincoln. It. Hey. I'm I want I'm curious to see how that future pans out. Yeah, they're not doing that though. No, they're yeah. not, but it's just man, like those movies are not just like good blockbusters, but like they're like well made movies with like real heart and yeah. character. And like I no offense to this guy, but I haven't seen the Maze Runner movies and he didn't get to do Mouse Guard. Yeah. So I'm just like this feels like we need to make another Apes movie for money. I wanna say I wanna say I wanna say this. This there's a there is a rumor going around uh from an unspecified source. And I'm just going to say it like that because I just want to say it with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. It looks like Disney is not interested in continuing with any original IP from Fox. They are only interested in continuing franchise IP. I'm not surprised. Which is what we talked about when we talked about when the Disney Fox merger was happening. I thought that it would, and I think we were all in agreement, that it would be a good idea for them to use 20th Century Fox to progress original IP. Mm-hmm. You know, that could be their original IP generator. Yeah. Uh, if they are not doing that, what's the point of having Fox? Yeah, I mean they still have like all of those properties like Aliens and Predator. But and Disney doesn't need Alien and Predator. 
they don't necessarily need it, but like if they can if they can put out a a pretty cheap movie and get a bunch of money back, like they like serving the people. That's the one thing. Again, I always go back to Disney likes making things for their for their fans, yeah. and like regardless of of business aspects, like uh, I I feel like they would do something with Alien before another company would do something with Alien and give them an actual budget and cast that deserves it. I, I get that, but there's yeah. also the there's also from the same source and again rumor. Of course, I'm not saying this is true. Um, they are saying that that what Disney has done with 20th Century Fox is brought to a bunch of writers and directors and said, pick one, and they had a, just a library of movies: Die Hard, Home Alone. Uh, no, that's no, that's Fox. Yes, um, all uh, Predator, Alien, and said, remake it. Well, you pick one and remake it. And if, if and I'm ki- I kind of I kind of believe this because it does track with how they've remade their animated. No, films. I believe I believe it too. Yeah, it does track with how they've remade their animated films. I don't think I don't think one. every like one will go to. I think that they're they're just like this is where they're starting with everything. Yeah, and what what they feel like is a, is going to be a good hit, they'll go forward with, and then what they don't, they'll retool. Yeah, until they feel like it will be. And I just don't want to see re- see remakes or reboots of. Already made Fox movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fox already did that. Yeah. (laughs) I'm good. Like the dream for me would be like, like we get Aliens 4 or we get like Robocop, like whatever the, the, who's doing the, the little monsters. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's the kind of thing that I want to see. I didn't want to see those. Oh, let's just remake it. Cause like that is the fear. My whole thing is that I want any return to a franchise at this point, I want it to be for the same reasons that Jason Reitman's doing Ghostbusters, yeah. which is that yeah. I had a passionate, an idea I was passionate about that I wanted to see made. And I'm like, even if I don't like it, as long as you like had a, had a reason, you know, it wasn't money. It wasn't corporate. Blade Runner 2049. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like Halloween. it was, it was Halloween. I was inspired and I wanted to see something through. And even if I'm not happy about it, like let that be the driving force, and I I have no reason to think that Planet of the Apes is necessarily no, going to be that. I agree. That I agree with that. And mm. I, again, I just go back to I just want to see something original. Yeah. Like if you got you got this you got Fox who is historically more willing to take risks than the other than the other studios, including Disney. Do it. Now remind I mean, me. I mean, I want to see I want to see more original too. But like, do it. I do if it. you're not going to do original, like, have a good reason to do it. Yes, yeah, I agree. Um. Remind me how the the trilogy of apes movies ended. It didn't. Did Caesar it, died. Okay. Did it end with like the apes completely 100 percent on top? So like the next movie would be the original Planet of the Apes. There's, or there's not, not many yet. humans left. Okay. Yeah, I think I think we got to the point where oh because they, they, there was a vi- the simian flu yeah. mutated to the point yeah. where they can't speak anymore. Right. So we're getting to the point where we see the apes. The humans don't have speech anymore so we're getting okay. we and, and apes are kind of like so i'm just trying to pop. think what the next the next logical step for the movies would be would it be like the you movie gotta you gotta go f- this is why i was saying it's yeah. basically going to be a remake of the original yeah. is because you got to go far future yeah. or also just be another oh it's another war between humans and apes yeah right. and well like, you gotta go you because you gotta go further at this point like it can't I mean, yeah. it can't take place like a little bit of time mm-hmm. after the last one it has to take place like much much yeah. further and down you the got, line you do have the end that that the Icarus that's the title of that that's is that the name of the spaceship in the Planet of the Apes the Icarus oh I, uh, maybe the spaceship launches in the first Planet of the yeah. Apes movie in, the, the, in Rise of the Planet of the Apes so well point being like At either either it's the dude showing up a la the original or you're having a film that's just about CGI apes which is fine it, I'm not saying it can't be good um, but it like forming, be forming good, their yeah. society yeah yeah 
Yeah, it's true. I mean, I wish the World of Warcraft movie a bit more of that when it comes to orcs. Yeah. So. True. All right, then. Untitled Batman movie. Matt Reeves decided to, pr- to put out another GIF. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love it. I love it when he does this. This is Hi, great. Hi, Peter. More people should do this. He says, Hi, Peter. Peter Sarsgaard yep. has joined the cast, and we don't know as who. See, everyone. Rumor, rumor is Two Face. Everyone immediately goes to Two Face. I say. Because there are two faces on the on, on the GIF. Oh, is are there? Yeah. Oh, fudge. I didn't see <laughs> it. Dang it. I was going to say, I think that dude would be a dope Harvey Bullock, like hanging out with Commissioner Gordon, uh, uh, Jeffrey Wright, because he's, he's not like too old, but he's old enough. Give him like a scraggly beard. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I guess Two Face works. I guess. Uh, but we don't know. He's cast as someone unknown. Uh, Two Face makes sense if they're doing the Long Halloween. Yep, hundred <clears throat> percent. Um, he joins obviously Robert Pattinson as Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went back to look at the confirmed cast members from his gifts. So here's who gifts we got. only, please. Here's who we got. Just confirmed from Matt Reeves himself. Robert Pattinson as Batman, obviously. Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Andy Serkis as Alfred. John Turturro as Caraman Falcone. Mm-hmm. Paul Dano as the Riddler. Jeffrey Wright as Gordon. And James. Uh, Lawson as unknown. We don't know who this is, mm. and that's it. That's still a lot. It's good cast. Yeah, that's that's an incredible oh, yeah. cast. Good cast. Yeah. Um. Man, a part of me is like, dude, what if we just get like seven villains all at, and like they're not like the main characters. They just show up randomly for yeah. a couple minutes. That is such a cool idea. That's my dream. And yeah. like we've never had that's my that. dream Batman. We've movie. never had no, that every, in any comic book movie. Every Batman movie has always been Batman versus the, a villain. Not even or just two Batman. Villains. Like Ben, every comic book movie. It's yeah. you aren't just introduced to like a bunch of villains at once, and they're never like. It's like that's that's such a cool the idea. The mystery mm-hmm. should resolve. Should, he should go to other villains. Yeah, like they're established. Yeah. Did it pause? No, we're good. Oh, okay, cool. It's just made a noise. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, this is a good cast. I really, I really kind of had the multiple villains like for brief moments in Endgame. You get your Red Skull. You get He's your not Loki. a villain. Red Skull's not a villain. Yeah, he is. I mean, he is a, he is historically an antagonist. No, but sure. But like, are you talking about when he's like the the Phantom Man? Yeah, yeah. That's not a villain. That's that's he's a natural order. No, but I'm of saying like you see your villains again. Sure, that's not. But what I, I mean. but I want Batman to go around. He actually goes villains. and talks no, to I, all I of know his what, evil I know what ass you want. villains. I know what you want. Give me what I want. Um, what you really really want? Yes. Spice, I mean, the, the fact that they still haven't people. figured this out with Spider Man is ridiculous. Uh, Agreed. Yeah, dude, for real. Uh, I'm gonna go though this one uh, next. Do it. Uh, hey guys, we hey. all liked Aladdin. I did. Actually, I, I did. It, yeah. Do we have to talk? Was about your this? favorite character? Do we have to talk about yes. this. Oh, yes. No. Was oh, your no. favorite character Prince Anders? No. No. Oh, I don't no. believe this is real. You don't. Re- I don't like. You don't like. Setting. I can't ben, hold on. Believe. I'm doing a bit. I'm doing a bit. Did you like the bit where he goes apples, 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 apples? Yes. Yes. yes I liked the bit. I yes. liked Do you know why I liked the bit? Because it was just the bit. Apples, apples. So the actor who plays Prince Anders has approached Disney to develop a. Spin-off of Aladdin for Disney Plus. Starring Prince Anders. <laughs> post post the show. Yeah, well, you know, Jordan Peele also approached them to make a gargoyle film and that hasn't happened. So I don't believe that this yeah, is. Yeah, but he's be a not thing. white, so Yikes. 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 I mean yikes. If this is even news, like, are you kidding me? So what the what is this bullshit? I think Disney would be pretty tone deaf if they made this. But for Disney Plus, I don't believe no, it. No, well, because here's the thing, like I think they're, they'd be pretty tone deaf because like there was already outrage when this guy was cast. People were like, yeah. yes, a white guy yeah. in this movie. But he ended up being a good part of that movie because he's only in there for one minute. I agree. 
I don't want to watch an hour and a half of this guy. I don't no. either. I, I like that actor. I don't want to watch this exactly. character. I think no. I, d- I believe this is real. I think this is like, hey, people seem to like that guy. Let's this do something with him. This can't be freaking real. He was only Aladdin. in the movie for 10 Guys, seconds. Guys, crazier spinoffs have happened. I'm just saying. Do a sequel to Aladdin. Get the, they are. Get the kid who plays Aladdin hold actually on, a, hold on. a career. I just want to point out, like, there's been a lot, a, a lot of talk, especially with Disney Plus, about like what Disney is putting into development right now. And we're all sitting at the same level we were with Warner Brothers DC stuff. We do not know what's true and what isn't. Nothing has been, like, so many of these things have not been officially confirmed. There's been talk about tons of things and have not been officially confirmed. So take it with a grain of salt. The biggest effing grain of salt. A very big white grain of salt. (laughs) I can't wait for Apples Plus, the movie. No, no, I just, no, 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 no. Guys, watch it come out and be like the funniest thing they've ever made. No. God damn it. No, because that's how the world works. We don't, we don't get good things. If an Academy Award winning director wants to bring back a beloved franchise from the 90s in a movie, and it's something that he can obviously do, and he can make very, very well. No. And they say no to him, but they say yes to this dude for a random character in a movie that that made, yeah, sure, a lot of fucking money, but also... Too much money. But also was only there for 10 goddamn seconds? No. I say no. You lose. Good day. It was at least two minutes, Ben. 10 seconds. Ben, I think you're way too upset about this. I am very So here's some good news. Here's some good news. Ghostbusters has a new title. Ghostbusters Afterlife. I'm kind of bummed that Colin. they call called Ghostbusters 3, but... Yeah. I personally would have wished they just called it Ghostbusters 3 to acknowledge it's a sequel to the second one. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2, so it should have been Ghostbusters 3. You're right. So now it is Ghostbusters colon Afterlife. I By the way, can we, talk about, can we talk about Halloween's name and convention? Because talk about pissing me off. Why do you not like it? Halloween, Halloween kills... Halloween, Halloween, Halloween ends, Halloween kills... I thought it was Halloween kills. Excuse me. Oh no, that's no. He's saying because Halloween. It goes Halloween, Halloween. Oh no, but see, it goes. It goes. I get that part, but I thought it was Halloween kills then Halloween. No, but just doesn't matter. Okay. See, the first one's Halloween. The second one's Halloween. He's right. (laughs) (laughs) Ghostbusters Afterlife (laughs) has a synopsis. Please tell me about it. Trailer comes comes next week, so we'll talk about it next week. Oh wow, really? Yeah. There's oh. a poster out. Nice. Poster out. Looks yeah. good. Yeah, the Ecto one uh, like racing towards a couple of a couple of images came out in a wheat field, oh, yeah. of all places. Uh, the synopsis reads: From director Jason Reitman and producer Ivan Reitman comes the next chapter in the original Ghostbusters universe in Ghostbusters Afterlife. When a single mom and her two kids arrive in a small town, they begin to discover their connect their connection to the original Ghostbusters and the secret legacy that their grandfather left behind. The film is written by Jason Reitman and Gil Cannon. So these people are related to to Harold Ramis' character. Sounds like it. Wait, just wait. Hold on, wait a minute. The, like something from their past? Their their grandfather is a Ghostbuster. I think it's Harold, I think it's Harold Ramis' character. <sighs> that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. It makes sense. No, yeah. Are we talking about like old like Pre Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters? No, no. Uh, oh, okay, no, okay. I was, mis- I was, mis- I was. They're all old. They can all. No, be I know, but I, <laughs> for some reason, when you said that, like I imagine, like oh, a 1940s Ghostbusters, <laughs> we learn the true history of ghosts. No, nothing okay, like that. Then that's cool. No, okay. nothing like that. I'm cool with that. Uh, yeah, I think they're. I think they're. I think Phil Wolfhard is related to Harold Ramis' that, character. That, I'm cool with that. What was Harold? Egon. 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 Yeah. Thank you. Egon Spangler. Uh, yeah. I I I I'm into that. I'm very into that. I just is Bill Murray in it? Yeah, they're all back. Okay, good. Um. I Jason Reitman is an, a really really good filmmaker, and he doesn't really make big blockbusters. So I'm I really do feel he's doing this out of like all of like the love in his heart for Absolutely. this franchise. Yeah. So I I have a good feeling about this one. Yeah, I I hope it's good. 
this dude makes like nothing but like Oscar winning movies or like Oscar caliber movies, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna make my dad's Ghostbusters movie. I, I still stand by that. I'm excited for this. I just wish they hadn't given the the other one the shaft for it. I I agree. That's what do you? No, I know. What are you gonna do? Star Wars Jedi Temple Challenge is coming to Disney Plus. What is that? You might ask. I'm a curious. No, I know. I read it. <laughs> Ahmed Best, who is known uh, as Jar Jar throughout Binks, the galaxy, yeah. um, will host a game show that quote will test young contestants' abilities in the core Jedi principles of strength, knowledge, and bravery as they face thrilling and fun obstacles in an attempt to achieve the rank of Jedi Knight. Ahmed Best will play a Jedi Master. Uh, this looks to be some weird incontinuity non-scripted It's Legends of the Hidden Temple, yeah, but for Star Wars. I was just about to say. Yeah. Yeah, I, I am 100% into this. I'm into this, too. I love that show. Um, this is a long title. Mickey Capoferri, sure, who is the Lucasfilm Senior Director of Online Content and Programming, says, This is definitely a kid's game show like no other. The various challenges... Uh, we'll test a Padawan's connection to the Force in three locations, a forest planet, on board a Jedi star cruiser, and inside a Jedi temple, immersing them and the audience in a fun, humorous, and exciting competition. Yeah, sounds like the Legends of the Hidden Temple turned Jedi. Double dare. And it's fun because it's non-scripted. It should be a fun fun little bit. Yeah. yeah. This came into Disney+. Plus. we haven't had like one of those kind of like game shows in a while for kids. Yeah. At least that I that I know about. Remember when Nickelodeon was trying to bring back a lot of those old game shows and didn't work? I do. What was that yeah. animated... Survivor-esque TV series. Drama Island? Drama Island. Drama Island. That was a good show. Total Drama Island. Total, that was a good show. Which became Total Drama, blah, 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 and Total Drama, blah, blah, blah. So what is it in America? What? It's Canadian cartoon. Interesting. Oh. Do you guys ever watch Drawn to, Drawn to Life? No. The adult, the, the cartoon network. Or no, sorry. Comedy Drawn to, Central. Drawn Together? Drawn Together? Is uh-huh. that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. it's Drawn Together. It's the reality oh. show with all like the yeah, anime. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Mm. That, was a, that was a show. I like that show. That, like it had that. its moments. Ryan, you like the X-Men? I've been known to X around. You know, so Dawn of X has, has been upon us. Yep. I'm getting an X-Men tattoo next week. <gasps> you are? I am. Nice. Yeah. But yep. more X-Men titles are upon us. Oh, boy. Uh, Hellion. Hellions. Hellions. Hellion. Who cares? I I mean, <laughs> I, th- not this much, this team this much, but yeah. Uh, Hel- Hel- Hellions. Hellion. Hellions. Is it, sorry, is it, is it S or no S? On I this have no book? S. Okay, so that's correct. It's Hellion. It's Hellion. Sorry. Okay. okay. So Hellion is going is a new X Men title written by Zeb Wells mm-hmm. and Steven Segovia. Yeah, he's the artist. Is the artist um, going to be a team of characters that Ben has nobody never heard knows. Of. No, even I barely know these characters. I don't. Know I it, love yeah. how you. Wrote I know two that, of them. I love how you wrote characters that Ben has never heard. <laughs> of. Oh no, I didn't write that. <laughs> oh, that was just me. Uh, the the characters of Wild Child, Nanny, Orphan Maker, Empath. Scalp Hunter, Psylocke, Havoc, and Mr. Sinister, as well as... Man, I couldn't come up with a name fast enough. Okay, <laughs> I've heard of three of those characters. I know them. I, I've heard of three of these characters yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, I was going to come up with a made-up name to see if anybody caught it. You son of a... <laughs> it was, I wouldn't have said anything. It didn't come up <laughs> fast enough. Um, Organ Child. <laughs> Fraggle Bart. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is coming out in March. Is there like a synopsis or anything? No synopsis okay. uh, that I could find. However, Wells did say this. I can't believe I get the chance to play in the sandbox Jonathan Hickman and company have so brilliantly created. For my money, it's the most exciting game in town, and I can't wait to let this merry band of, of psychopaths loose in it. True. They're almost all villains, and Psy- Psylocke is the only real hero. Yeah. Um, Havoc. Havoc, he goes back and forth. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, Last uh, time I saw Havoc, he had a kid with... Um, Last time Havoc was in the comics, he was a kid. Uncanny Avengers, mm. the Kang story. Okay. 
with Rick Remender. Yeah. He had a kid that, because they were in the future with... Sh- with oh, who? Who was it? I don't remember. It was, was it the Wasp? Oh, shit. Yeah. I don't remember. No. I'm going to Google it. Okay. That's, you, have, you have a better memory than I do. It's the only, it's the only time I ever read Havoc in a book uh, on Uncanny Avengers. Uh, so, yeah, most of these characters are villains. Um, this is going to be Mr. Sinister's, like, like his own little, like, X-Force team or whatever. Yeah. Um, He's the leader. Yeah, Psylocke is going to be there to keep all the bad guys in check. Most of these characters are really, like, they're obscure and, like, nobody gives a shit about them. Um, nanny is a little robot. Little egg robot Little thing. egg robot that is a nanny. And then Orphan Maker is somebody who kills mutants' parents to make them orphans. So, like... What a horrible And person. then there's Scalp Hunter, who is super racist. And we should get rid of that name. And no one likes the name Scalp Hunter. But uh, what are you going to do, Marvel? Um, this team is super weird and... It's funny because only one character on this team is from the original Hellions team. It's yeah. Empath. There's a character called Hellion. He's not even in this book. And it's Emma Frost's X-Men team. They're called the Hellions. Yeah. So Emma Frost or Hellion isn't in this book. So people are like, what the hell is this book even about or who is it for? Yeah. So hopefully we get more information because this seems like a really random team out of nowhere. That's, I mean, the, that's the stuff I like, though. But as, as we have known, the X-Men titles have yet to disappoint. Yeah, so. um, uh, for the most part. Yes, but Colin Zeb Wells does not count. Yes, uh, Zeb Wells uh, is he's uh, he's an up and comer, good guy, so um, mm-hmm. uh, good writer. So uh, I I have hope. Yeah, this will be interesting to see where this goes. Yeah, um, there's one more thing I wanted to touch on with that one, but oh well. Uh, Strange X-Men. Academy. Oh, guys, this is the book to be looking forward to. Strange Academy, written by Scotty Young, with art by Humberto Ro- Ramos. Yep. Uh, also, out one of the March. best Spider-Man artists. Yes. Uh, also out in March. Um, well, it sees Strange setting up his new supernatural school in New Orleans, a natural fit given the city's extensive <laughs> magical history, to teach a new generation of magical users. Strange recruits Brother Voodoo, Magic Scarlet Witch, the Ancient One, Hellstrom, and more to train his students to face a- and master the paranormal. Yeah! So this is Hogwarts, but yeah, Marvel. For real, yeah. um, there was Gotham Academy at DC. No, right. Gotham Academy, there was another DC title that's a Tana... The Tana was in a strange arts. What the hell is it called? Yeah. Anyway, Mystic U. Mystic U. Thank you. Mystic U. Everyone is at Marvel is really really excited. <laughs> Not just the creators, but like the people, like like fans, because there was a golden period at Marvel that I always talk about. It's the it's Avengers Academy, and it's like Young Avengers, and it's all these like young team books, and all these people coming up, and uh, and like having Doctor Strange and Magic and Doctor and Brother Voodoo, all these like uh, uh, Scarlet Witch train all this younger generation. It's like the Pretender Scarlet Witch. The, the Pretender Scarlet Witch. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, um, like training the next generation of magic users, like it's always fun to see the old guard train the new guard, and it's a book that ha- Marvel hasn't done in a really, really long time. Yeah. Um, and so many people are so excited, and everyone, uh, like Jonathan Hickman, has even said, like, I, I can't wait for you guys to see this book. And like, like, uh, doc- uh, Doctor Jason Aaron, who's writing Doctor Strange, um, he's like, yeah, dude, this book is. Uh, sorry, not Jason Aaron. That was four years ago. Yeah, Mark Wade. Thank you. No. Mark Wade is writing Doctor Strange right now. Is Mark Wade doing it? Yeah, no, no. Been, yeah, Mark Wade. He's been doing it for like two years. You're right. I got him confused with Warren Ellis. Again. I it's a lot. There's a lot of authors, but Mark Wade said like, yeah, this is a great extension of my book. Um, this is like a cool like team focused book of a lot of younger characters, and I'm like, this is the kind of book I really look forward to reading. Yeah, this one should be should be interesting. Yeah, Scotty Young, uh, making his way as a writer. He's been writing a bunch of stuff recently. Um, he still does like covers, but yeah. uh, he's definitely been dipping his toe in writing a lot more. And again, like everyone, I'm hearing good things about Middle West, which is his indie yeah. book. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. Man, he's multifaceted. I love it. Yeah, so the first class of students will include a powerful young girl named Emily Bright and Doyle Dormammu, the illegitimate son of the longtime strange antagonist. So that means uh, big 
<laughs> cosmic god Dormammu they banged the, the dark lady. dimension in the first arc. They banged the lady. <laughs> He's like, I'm an evil. I'm evil. I just like Doyle Dormammu. Doyle. That's what a lame name. <laughs> Yo, I'm um, Obviously, more will be will be included in the roster, but interesting stuff. I'm very excited. Oh yeah. Um. Okay, you guys, we're all excited for Crisis on Infinite Earths. It premiered a today. Yeah. Um, but did Boop. you guys know that no. there was too much story that they couldn't include? So they are writing a 100-page giant called Crisis on Infinite Earths 100-page giant. Now, that is really cool, Brandon. Go figure. But the really cool thing is actually who's involved with it. That is what's really cool about it. So let me get there. Yes. Because uh, I'm, I'm, build, I'm building. 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 Uh, issue one will be December 15th uh, in Walmart. And issue two will be January nineteenth in Walmart, uh, but they will be, they will come to the de- they will come to comic book stores eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, exclusive to Walmart before uh, being made available to comic book retailers. Uh, first issue will include a twenty-four page main feature written by Mark Guggenheim, oh, and Marv Wolfman, oh, who apparently also had a hand in writing the TV series. He yep, did? he did. Yeah. All right, I'm into it. He had a hand in writing the Arrow episode of the TV series. Yes. Apparently, he apparently Mark Guggenheim was like it was incredible having Marv Wolfman. But yeah, he wrote this with Marv Wolfman, obviously the writer of Crisis on Infinite Earths, which is very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, supposedly, uh, who's the artist? George Press. George, George Press wrote a uh, drew a new cover. Uh, however, mm-hmm. the article that I read did not have that new cover; just had the old cover. So they're all back. I'm, I'm glad that so many people at DC are excited about this. I am pissed off this is a Walmart exclusive because if you're a person like myself who's watching the CW shows and you want to be up on this in the moment of it, you can't. Yeah, but Just go to Walmart. I mean, but yeah, I do the, that and then they're not there. At least they are coming to comic book stores. At least they're no, not I know. I just, anymore. But not I'm mad that them. they're not being released in the moment. This yeah. is not one of the things where I feel like it should be Walmart exclusive. I, I understand it with other things. This should be in comic stores the week that they're saying. Oh, this yeah. should be something that you're able to read while you're in the throes of the television show. Yeah. Or I why agree. do it? I agree. Um, so pencils by Tom Derenick, uh, inks by Trevor Scott, colors by John Callas, and letters by Wes Abbott. Uh, Wolfman and Guggenheim will write. Will also write the eight-page uh, backup. They'll ha- also include this other is stories. This piracy happens. Yeah. Uh, pen- so the the eight page backup will be uh, pencils by Tom Grummet, inks by Danny Mickey, and colors by Chris uh, Soto Soto Ma- Soto Mayer. Sotomayor. Sure. Issue yeah. two will also add Andy Owens and Hi Fi on the main story. Uh, both issues will feature a full uh, will feature uh, the full Crisis on Infinite Earths number one. Uh, and then excerpt from issue two, issue seven. Sorry, I wrote this wrong. So the first issue will be will also include Crisis on Infinite Earths number one and excerpts from issue seven. Uh, the second issue will include Crisis on Infinite Earths eight, as well as excerpts from DC Universe Legacies number six. It's kind of weird. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, we're but, just gonna give you the important bits. So yeah, that's cool. That but I, kind of a bummer. Wolfman and Press coming back again. It's Walmart exclusive for a limited time. That sucks. Yeah, uh, but it's cool that they're coming back. Hey guys, you want to see Tom Welling in the suit? Well, read the comic. Somebody happened there, even if it didn't happen in the show. Smallville Me. season eleven. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a good book. It is a very good book. Um, speaking of Christ and the Universe, the trailer dropped this week. <gasps> a little late. They're all there. Well, there have been 
teasing yeah, yeah, trailers for like a month. That's true. We got the Batwoman. You, you the can Batmans. only you can only spoil so much without ruining some of what's happening on those shows yeah, right want, now. So yes, two, because I got spoiled for something and it's cool. So there are two tra- So there are two trailers out. One of them is on Mark Guggenheim's personal Twitter, tw- personal YouTube page. Uh, it's real bad. And I three, think it, three, three out because I told you there's an international. Okay, that's you're different. Right. So too. there are three. Um, so the Mark Guggenheim one is really bad. I think he cut it himself uh, just to get a trailer out there. Um, Sorry, Googs. It's like two and a half minutes. It shows way too much. It's, and it's just really like boring. a bunch of scenes put together. Like it's not like a good trailer. Yeah. I have not watched this one. It's fine. It's yeah. whatever. It actually made me super upset because I was like, oh no, what if this is bad? I'm not worried about it. But then the the CW trailer dropped, and that was only an hour and a half. That's an hour and a half. Ooh, <laughs> boy, <laughs> what a long trailer. trailer. Uh, that was a minute and a half. Uh, shows us a bit more of uh, Bruce Wayne, Kevin Conroy, and uh, Brandon Routh as Clark Kent. I'm glad that they're mm. still not really revealing too much. They're just like, hey, a bunch of people are getting together. Yeah. Like, what's the actual threat? Uh, it's a wave, maybe. Mm, uh, we'll I, I think the anti-meta wave looks really cool. Yeah. It does. Um, and I like that they're, it looks like they're on Earth 38 at first. Uh, uh, the international trailer made it clear that they are staging, the the monitor wants them to stage their last stand on Earth 38. battle. Yeah. And they make it sound like they're trying to evacuate that planet. So I think Ryan's correct that they're eliminating Supergirl's Earth. Oh, I'm, I, I've been thinking that for a <coughs> long time. Um, ever since universe. I heard Earth. I think one of the trailers spoiled that. So one of the trailers, so the the Mark Guggenheim trailer does spoil that. Oh, that's the one I saw. Oh, damn it, that was the one yeah. I saw. So the Mark Shit. Guggenheim, the Mark Guggenheim trailer spoils something. Uh, I, I actually forgot that. I guess it's the first episode, so it's not necessarily. I, a I I'm not too worried about. I actually it. forgot yeah. that Earth 38 was Supergirl's Earth. I forgot what her what Earth she was on. Mm-hmm. 38. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I oh. think this. I think this. I think this looks well, really good. I love well, seeing uh, we get a little glimpse of Tom Welling. Uh, yeah, there's this one scene I can't wait. Is Tyler Hoechlin talking to Tom Welling? He's like, "You're Clark Kent, right?" I'm like, "Ooh, I want to see what this." I can't. Oh wait yeah, to see the, that. in the Mark Guggenheim trailer, there is the bit where he says, "Where he, where Tyler Hoechlin says, um, you're Clark Kent, right?'" And it's that's, Tom Welling. That's in the international too. Yeah, and then the uh, and then Kevin Conroy is like uh, Kate. Uh, Kate, which actually made a lot of people think Kate? that perhaps Kevin Conroy is the Bruce Wayne of. Earth Prime, nope. which is a really stupid thing to think about. It's nope, not, nope, nope. not the case. I promise you. Um, but yeah, this looks really fun, really interesting. It's I'm out today. Excited. Anything else we wanted to touch on before? No, I'm ex- I'm just excited to watch it. All right, can't wait for our episodes. Yeah. Oh, a quick programming note: we're going to do Fake Nerds Watch. We are two Fake Nerds Watch episodes. One for the first three uh, pieces of this, and then one for the last two pieces yes. of this because they separated it by a month. Yes. Weird. Um, jerks. Jerks. Jinx. Uh, Fast and Furious Spy Racers has a trailer. No. Hey guys, what if it was what if it was Tokyo Drift but younger? No. Hey guys, what if it was Transformers Prime but worse? No. Oh, you're so right. Yeah, I know. Because Transformers Prime was really good. It Transformers was. Prime was was decent. I think this show's really. Is that good. the one I with understand. the little girl that becomes <laughs> friends with them? Yeah. Well, it's it's a There's whole bunch three of, kids. of them. It's three kids. I don't remember. Yeah. Okay, maybe it wasn't that show. I, I legitimately think Transformers Prime is one of the best Transformers shows. Period. Okay. I uh, agree with you on that one. But Thank it's you. the but it's the animation style, but worse, and the writing. But I just worse. don't care about teenage not Dom Toretto doing spy stuff. But <clears> you know what? Dom Toretto's in the first episode. Still, all, he's also in of, Tokyo Drift. <laughs> of all the properties. Where you're making it a cartoon show for kids? For kids, uh, this is. There are so many cartoons that are on right now where they're not talking down to kids, yes. and they're good cartoon shows. There are tons of them. You can almost watch any cartoon show on Cartoon Network, and it's like this. Even Teen Titans Go. 
Um, and yet this is one where I'm like, wow, we're just uh, talking down to kids. This is the same kind of mentality that it looks like makes the, the bad animated movie where Jerry Renner says the earth made a poopy. <laughs> Arctic um, dogs. Arctic yeah, dogs. exactly. No, it's that same kind of thinking that like, let's just talk down to the kids because it's a four kids show. And I'm like, cool, this is the Fast and Furious franchise. I think you can butch it up a little grow up a yeah. little the weird thing about the super weird thing about this is that it's from dreamworks I, animation and i 25 years i think dreamworks animation has put out some incredible tv shows i talk a lot about troll hunters and tales of arcadia also stuff. Those dragons sh- was really popular on cartoon network and that animation, yeah, dragons is fine um, <laughs> it looks better than this no thing. the animation yeah. for dragons is top notch whereas the you animation, didn't actually watch dragons did you i cost a few episodes I, the, the animation is not good it is it's it it's in the style of the movies, but it's yeah. not great animation. Okay, half the price. See, that's the thing. A TV show budget, you know, you, you gotta. They're 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 mimicking wiggle. that style, and like you're like, oh yeah, it, it is that style. I see it, but it's. Okay. It's I, I chop- found the writing. It's choppy. I found the writing pretty, kind of bad in this trailer. It's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, we're spy racers. Whee! Well, this is one. Of, so this is a property where it's a uh, for money, I guess, thing because it's not done with passion. Yeah, I, agree. Seem I don't think like so. It. Yeah. Um, I have no faith in the Jurassic Park animated show. No, neither do I. Oh, now I, I didn't have show. much before. Oh we yeah, talked we talked about, about it. it. Uh, I now have zero faith. I think it's going to be exactly like this. Yeah. I think it's going to be uh, talking down to kids because it's ooh kids, but on the island. Ooh. See, I just don't understand. How can the same company put out this and? Troll hunters, because because there's a difference because the team doing troll hunters is doing it because they have a passion for telling the story they're telling. This is not that. This yeah. is the team that was given this the is big check. Fast and, and Furious said, makes a lot of money. We should make a kid show tied Whoa. to Fast and Furious, right? Yeah. Yeah, because that makes sense. All right, let's move on. Yes, please. The Boys season two had a trailer. I they love violence. Out and holy shit, violence. This looks really good. Yeah, uh, it doesn't give away any. St- it's like the first trailer, so it's not story stuff. But it's just like, hey, they're there still was, violent. They're still, they're still. There was no dialogue in this trailer no. at all. It is. Uh, it's like a heavy metal song that starts. Half the trailer is kind of tame. Half the trailer is effed up. Well, uh, the, I would, uh, I would. Homelander say, shows up with blood. Yeah, I would yes. say the trailer starts off like hit the ground running because when Homelander flies down and his face is all blooded and he is clearly in shock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's I'm not like, a buddy. He's not in shock. He's or, happy about it. Oh, he's he's, smiling? he's like, I did a thing. Oh, I'm shit. A bad I'm, boy. I saw his expression uh, different. I just mean like there's he is covered in blood, but there's no violence happening in the first half of the trailer. Yeah. And then the music kicks in and you see somebody's head get ripped in half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see people. I'm get, excited. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like think uh, a lot. it looks like Homelander's trying to see if his son has powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like his. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like this a lot. Yeah. Really excited. Boys I, is great. I wonder if he splattered his son. No. No. Oh. no. I wouldn't put it past him. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for Ben. For uh, me. The Outsider. Oh, Stephen King. Oh, Stephen King, yeah. yeah. Stephen King's new show, The Outsider. I even read the book, Ben. Can you tell me about it real quick? No. So it's about a small-town cop, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's a small-town cop. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for Ben to confirm. No, Me too. I'm not saying a t- S- small town cop, right? <sighs> nope. All right, this bit's <laughs> over. Just ben Mendelsohn plays a small town cop. It looks like <laughs> yeah. Uh, some weird doppelganger stuff has happened with so, Jason Bateman. W- so without that, the the that cop's narration, this looks like a normal like police pr- uh, police procedural. But then she talks about yo parallel realities. What's that about? And I'm like, oh, this is Stephen Kingston. <laughs> well, what's, what's weird about this it is like they 
I mean, like, I didn't want to go to the parallel reality thing right yeah. away because it's obvious. It yeah. feels like it's obvious it's there. The guy was but in they, two places at once. Yeah, but they do talk about like, the. Uh, it is definitely doppelganger. Yeah. From the get go, uh, Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. Yeah. yeah. Doing uh, more drama. Yeah, he's really good. Uh, he he looks like he's good in this one. Yeah. I'm excited. So and it's HBO, good. and like Ben Mendelsohn is like he's great in everything he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really, I really like that. HBO's guy. been doing real well lately. Yeah. Uh, I'm down for another uh, another uh, True Detective esque kind of sh- kind of show. Okay, we'll go to Free Guy next. Free Guy. Uh, Free Guy is the the Sean Levy directed film uh, with Ryan Reynolds and Taika Waititi. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and Steve. From Ben Schwartz. Oh no, no, not no. Ben Schwartz. That's ben, his dad. No, no, no. Ben Schwartz is someone completely. They Joe Carey. Thank you. Because they look a lot alike. That's the joke. Yeah. Yeah, that's the joke. Um, this looks pretty all right. I think I've hit the point where Ryan Reynolds just being Ryan Reynolds doesn't work for me anymore. Thank, yeah. That's that's my. If anybody else was in this movie, I think I'd like it more. But I think if a different Ryan, pr- guy were in this movie, I think if um he's doing Steve Ryan Reynolds. from Stranger Things were the main guy of this movie, I'd be more interested. It's Ryan Reynolds doing Ryan Reynolds, and he's good at that. But after a while, I was like, oh, it's Chris but Pratt I, again. I think I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that that's track. I saw Wreck-It Ralph too. <clears throat> I will I will say uh, some of the jokes are funny. I mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't. I don't think I'm there yet with Ryan Reynolds. I definitely am there with Chris Pratt. Yeah, but uh, I think this looks so pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. I just the, the premise alone, like it, it's like it's you. It's an NPC taking over. You are a computer be- gaining, gaining sentience in a GTA Online style world. I've seen this. I've literally seen this premise before. There's nothing unique about a, what it's doing. What, what is it? And it's, I've seen it's Emmett. I, it's Emmett from the Lego Movie and Slaughter Race. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's nothing unique about what I'm seeing in this movie. That's that's and there's my nothing problem. that feels definingly understanding of how video games function to it, which at least would, I feel like would set high bar uniqueness to it. Yeah. Um, like I saw, like I saw pixels. Like and, I, I know how video and the games humor work. and the humor feels like cookie cutter Ryan Reynolds humor. And I'm like, cool. I'm I've had that. I've had it better. It looks expensive. Now I will say, I will say this is a 20th century Fox film yep. uh, that Disney has inherited. So I really appreciated the marketing of from Disney comes <laughs> from, from from Disney from, Disney Disney from Beauty and the Beast Aladdin yeah, yeah. Lion King twice that's yeah. funny and that's, that's, that's a good gag uh, yeah. part Girl? of that but that's a marketing gag and not the movie and I feel like every movie with Ryan Reynolds now is trying to be Deadpool <laughs> and this is no different yeah both in the marketing of it and the execution yeah and I I know we're ragging on this band but I want to hear what you have to say about it no it's like Ryan said because like, I like this because it's has stuff to do with video games and it's an NPC thinking, hey, I want to not be an NPC anymore even though he doesn't know he's an NPC. It's like, okay, I can... I can. Did you it. see Edge of Tomorrow? I did not. Okay, oh, Ben, I'm not exaggerating. Bad. Edge of Tomorrow is the best video game movie ever made and it's not even based on a video game. I'm Edge not even tomorrow, joking. Edge of Tomorrow, I'm sorry. Are you talking about... Uh, the Tom Cruise movie. Are you talking about um, Live, Die, Repeat? No, I'm talking about... Uh, uh, everything everything you need is kill. All you need is kill. All you need is kill. <laughs> yes, the three separate titles for that movie. I'm not joking, Ben. That is one of the best video game movies ever made because it's all about a character dying and coming back to life. Yeah, yeah. even though it's not it's a not, video game movie. Yeah, no, it's not a video um, game movie. I know. That movie is incredible and not enough people have seen I it. But also, like, one of the best manga movies. Also, true. Man, that movie does not get a good rap because it the, is based off a of manga. Yep. So far, all of the Groundhog Day-esque movies have been really good. Yeah, yeah, happy death day. That yeah. that concept works. Yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> that concept really works. Uh, uh, <laughs> Genre bend it over Russian and over, and it keeps on working. Netflix, yeah. Russian doll, yeah. yeah, yep, definitely. Uh, oh, I saw a thing. Uh, so I want to talk about that. Ooh. Yeah, I, ah. I just, I think even you can agree because like you're oh, a big yeah. video game person, Ben. That like there's not enough here that's like 
utilizing the video game uniqueness. Not you right. know what? For 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 like what it is, I mean, Jumanji it, conveys better to me. I, I yes, know we're just seeing a trailer, yeah. but conveys better to me like the interactions of NPCs and how video games function. And I don't feel like I'm getting this. Yeah, 100%. Because um, in Jumanji, it was like, it, all right, this is going to be mm, trying to do it, Ben. All right. So I think like the way how Jumanji worked, especially with the NPCs, is because Jumanji, the game was was based off a platformer. Sure. Like the game itself was made. This is just based off what looks like a MMO free for all, blow stuff up randomly. Can and I? Can, uh, go ahead. Because the MP. Because um uh what's the guy? The one the NPC that they meet in the game. The the guy who, who's the guy? In what movie? Jumanji. Oh um. Reece Darby? Darby. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Like Reese Darby, he would repeat himself. Exactly. That's, yeah, that's what would what happened in a platformer. Right. And this one and this one, he's like, Oh, I did not realize I'm in a video game. This is weird. That's like So can I point out my exact issue uh-huh. with what you're saying? Yeah. So Reese Darby is an NPC who uh-huh. repeats himself. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds gets down on the floor in a bank and has a conversation with another NPC that is just mm-hmm. a normal conversation. There's nothing yeah. video game-esque in the language no, about it. Exactly. Rather than there being isn't. locked into, like, three catchphrases. That's why uh, And then him, like, breaking free of it. It's funny. Yeah. Because he is repeating himself over and over again. It's it like, feels like a video game. It just doesn't make sense. Why are you repeating yourself? No, You're not that's a real person. What I'm agreeing with you on that one. That's why I like Reese Darby and the, yeah. way, the way that game, the Jumanji game, but, is, like, like, quote-unquote designed yeah. better than I do Free Guy. Free Guy, I'm interested because I like Ryan Reynolds and also I really like Taika Waititi. But, but I think he's you... Because you seconds, brought up a point know, that like... He's going to be funny in the movie. But you brought up a point that it was because like, a, you know, Jumanji was based in a platformer style and this is more GTA. In mm-hmm. GTA, NPCs are still like locked into maybe saying three things like, oh, get yeah. out of my way or move, blah, blah. Yeah. It, there's nothing like linking that idea of him escaping from the algorithm of the game. Right. And that's what really gets to me is I don't feel like the algorithm is holding rules that he's breaking. Mm-hmm. He's just suddenly... What if I did this? In a weird yeah. way, it's like it's made by people who don't actually get video <laughs> games. Wow, because they're shocking. Not, they're yeah. not doing video game stuff. Or they <laughs> just know, or they just know the famous games like GTA. Or also I got <laughs> Battle Royale games like Fortnite out of this one. Yeah. They're not wow. people who really play video games. Yeah. A lot of hatred for Fortnite all of a sudden. I don't like it's, Fortnite. It's a billion if dollar franchise. It's not, it's not all of okay. a sudden. If the ga- the game is fine, I have played it, but it's not for me. It definitely is not. I have no idea. If people like no it, that is fine. Like what you like, but there are better games out there. What's uh, next? Well, I wanted to look up who the writer is of this movie. Um, ooh. Because I looked up who the director is. It's Sean Levy, who's the producer on <coughs> Stranger Things. Um, Matt Lieberman. What up, Liebs? Ooh, and Zach Penn. Zach Penn is normally okay. Zach no. Penn is normally the epitome of okay. No, but he also did like some good stuff. He's done some good stuff. He's he, done some good stuff. No, it's not fair. He's done more than, than a lot of people. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, n- all of it's moot based off the trailer. It's just, I, I mean, like, I'm sure it'll be fun, but it's, it could have been so much better. Zach just with X2. So and X3. It could have been. And s- X-Men 2. <laughs> it could have been so much better with its concept. Okay, Matt. Also, Simon can we move? Can we move on? Matt Lieberman wrote the Christmas uh, Christmas Chronicles. There you go. You're welcome, I, Christmas. I like, I like. That movie, Kurt Russell, doesn't mean this will be good. Yeah. Togo, Roof. Um, this so does not look like a traditional dog movie. So I'll see. This is a this is a um, dog sled movie with Willem Dafoe. Yeah. So Balto. No. That no. Didn't did have you Willem watch Dafoe. Balto? I did. I owned Willem it on VHS. Willem Dafoe's nowhere near Balto. <laughs> I know. It's kind of like it's it, it does it takes place in the Yukon or in uh, Alaska slash Canada. Yes, but this one's based off a real story. 
based on a true untold story. Unlike the Iron Giant. The Iron Giant's not true? I'm sorry to say this. <laughs> I didn't mean to burst your bubble today. Uh, <laughs> was it Balto also based off a real story? It's a cartoon. How could it be? I mean, cartoons aren't real. Yeah, isn't there like All a dogs sta- go to heaven. Isn't there like a statue of Balto True. or something? That's the only real f- cartoon documentary. Yeah. I don't know anything about the You're with me, aren't you? <laughs> I, I am. <laughs> you mother you. ever. All right. Anyways, <laughs> Togo is Will Defoe. They gotta they gotta do a thing. It looks pretty good. It does. It's pretty exciting. It's, it's shot really well. It's not shot like a regular movie. It's like How? it's focusing on like the dogs and the and the scenery. Which I think is it's really pretty. I think it's funny that a Disney Plus movie has a real dog for most of its stuff. Yeah. But Call of the Wild, <laughs> a movie going to theaters had to have a CGI dog. That's how it works, baby. <laughs> so stupid. The dog looks real good in this because it's real. Yeah. Yeah. So this looks interesting. I might check this out now. It's on Disney Plus. So yeah. uh, uh, at, So at D twenty three. They showed a little bit more from this movie, and I'm just going to tell you about a really cute sequence where he uh, thinks that the pup is too scrawny, so he's locking him in this uh, uh, special pen. And you kind of see a glimpse of it in this trailer. And every day, uh, he leaves that pup behind while he takes the other dogs out to train. And every day, that dog digs a different hole or finds a different (laughs) way to get out of that same pen and goes chasing after him. That's cute. Every day. Nice. That's cute. He's always... Just right there. No, the that, dog loves him so that much. Puppy. How does Willem Dafoe not have an Oscar? I don't know. But that puppy is adorable. It's a crime. It's yeah. so cute. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm super happy about this. I no, think this I'm, will be really cool. I, I would like to see this. Well filmed and I'm yeah. uh, I'm always a fan of like good dog acting. I know that sounds weird, but like no, yeah. good, well trained dogs actually being utilized to yeah. perform and I think are awesome. Willem Dafoe chooses his roles a little better, so I think like this one might be a winner. I think so. It's yeah. not just like another dog movie. It's like okay, there's actual heart behind yeah. this one. Yeah. So I'm gonna we're gonna go here. Uh, we're gonna do this one last actually because I have a I have a thing. Ooh. All right, thing time. Uh, we'll go to Mulan. <laughs> so okay, uh, I'm really into this. I like this trailer yeah. a lot. Yeah. Uh, mainly because I it showed me that they are actually doing something different. Yes, and they I are have, doing something different. I have said multiple times, if you're going to remake these movies, don't give me the same thing. I do agree. I am glad that they're doing something different. I feel like we were already doing something different by it not being a musical and not having Mushu. I didn't need the witch. And I have a specific reason for why I didn't need the witch. Mulan is supposed to be a legend about her overcoming real things that she just did. Now she has to overcome a supernatural force. And I think it takes away from the simplistic nature of like what Mulan can actually just do as a person. Which is supposed to be what's so inspiring about that the story. Is, that is Because the even when Mushu is there... Mushu didn't do anything. He's comic relief. He's comic relief. He doesn't assist her. She makes all her active choices. And it's it feels like something that a person can do, a woman can do. Now she has to overcome this witch thing, and there's a phoenix who might be the ancestor representation instead of Mushu. Mm -hmm. Not about it. Not about it. I preferred it when it was just Mulan is a person who is very determined and uh proactive and that is why she's able to defeat the huns and that's why she becomes a legend i will not disagree with that however it doesn't bother me yeah that's fair uh but yeah that's 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 the problem i have as well because like their whole thing was like we're gonna make it realistic and i i agree i do want something different you don't include the music don't include the talking dragon that's cool because here's here's my thing about the talking dragon though with mushu because uh, I want to bring up the talking dragon specifically because everyone keeps bringing up. Well, if you had a witch, why don't you got a talking dragon? And everyone just is railing against this movie because there's because Mushu's not in it. I don't think they're railing. It's just you presented if, one idea. If Mushu is in it, it makes it a cartoon. Uh, 
I because Mushu Mushu as comic relief sure is a cartoon. I think there's still going to be comic relief characters in this movie, but not to the level of Eddie Murphy doing his Eddie Murphiness. I agree. Like again, I don't need Mushu in this movie. My my point isn't like if we have the witch, we should have Mushu. That's not my point. My point is that like just I'm be- not saying it was your point. That's no, I know. I, I I just want to be clear that like my thing is there's no witch in the legend. Mm-hmm. If we're if our intent is to like take the uh inspiration like you know obviously that that it won't be a musical but there will be like music instrumentals of pieces from the mulan anime film to kind of connect back you know on some level like uh, some of the costume design is meant to reminisce from that film and i think that's a good move like you want to hold some pieces of that still for people who love the original but uh if our intent is to go more towards the original myth there was no reason to bring in this element that never existed in either version Mm -hmm. there was no reason to bring in this witch Mulan was impressive enough without having to overcome some supernatural thing that wasn't part of the story. I think perhaps and I'm not going to I'm not going to even touch on that, but I think perhaps the witch might be there because they wanted to have a more uh kind of uh I guess traditional is not the way to say it, but you know those kung fu films oftentimes will rely on supernatural elements to uh create weird kind of things. Like you see the Huns running up the walls uh, I think perhaps that could be why they wanted to make more of a kung fu film. That's fair. I will, as somebody who watches a lot of kung fu films with wire work on them, there's a difference between between doing wire work kung fu and somebody turning into a bird. Mm-hmm. There's a fundamental difference between that is that is transmogifying magic. That is something that they said would not. That's why the dragon's on in the movie. And again, it's yeah, not yeah. about you can't have one without the other. But you are making a realistic war movie. Why is this witch who transforms what, what I in think, it? What I think is so cool is like watching the trailer, seeing all the real people because they have so many extras in this yeah, movie. Yeah, that's and impressive it looks as great. hell. It looks oh, yeah. so different from what we see a lot. And I just, I wish that like I, just I think it'll it. still be good. Just I make just it a war yeah, movie. I just yeah. I wish that they just gone yeah. for it and made it this like real like representational war film. Did you ever than... see Forty Seven Ronin? Yes. Did you like that? No. It's oh, the uh, it. the the um the action is good, but the reason that movie is bad is because it was edited to hell by the studio because they're that's a whole different story. That movie deserved better. No, I, I I'm just saying I, I I liked it and I got a little bit of a vibe from this one. Uh, about uh, what I liked about 47 yeah. in this one. That again, movie had so much more magic, though. Again, I, um, I, I just, yeah, this one, this, this trailer worked for me really, really hard yeah. for. It, it still, I think it still looks really impressive. It's just, it, they promised us something and it's like, actually, no. I'm still, I'm still That's for all. this movie. This isn't news because like, I brought it up when I came back from D23 and I yeah. saw The Witch and I said, yeah, don't know how I feel about that. And I, and I, and and uh, it's when this trailer came out this week that I worked out, it's that I have a problem with the fact that they felt like they needed to make her somehow greater than she was just as a person. Yeah. Like men, like just being a woman defeating men is not enough. She has to overcome a huge sorceress. Yes. Like she can just be a person dealing with people stuff. Yeah. Ben. Uh, Sorcery? Yes or no? Um, At first, I, like when they said the witch, up until she turned into a bird, my thought was like, oh, because you know how, like in those older movies, they say, "Oh, you're a witch." They're just someone who's really good at magic tricks. Illusions. Oh, I thought the same actually until we saw. And, her yeah, until into she a saw bird. you turn into a bird. I'm like, God damn it! Again, again, like Cause I was because yeah. I was thinking like when you guys were talking about it, I was thinking like maybe she just does use illusions, and that guy was when he saw her turn into a bird. That was a, a that was a hallucination. Or when we see the phoenix in the shot, that was a dream sequence, possibly. I don't know, dude. And uh, that would be so dope. It, if, could, it yeah. could still be that, but. I, I don't know. But after it, that shot, that one yeah, shot, I'm like, I of doubt her it. Of her turning into a bird, I'm thinking, yeah, it probably I, is more 
I will fully magic. admit that the whole reason why I am totally on board with this movie as presented to me through this trailer is because it is not the same thing as the anime film. Yeah, I'm and, on, and on, yeah, I'm they with you on this one. They could have they could have done so many things, and as long as it wasn't the same as the animated film, I would have been on board. Right, and, and I agree. Like that's a part I I also like. But do you feel like which out of this trailer you still would have been excited for this? Yeah, yeah, that's my point. But again, because it would have been different. No, I know. That's my point, is that we could have had different. We could have had great and still kept that element out. It would have been really impressive for Disney to just release a hardcore, uh, like uh, like old school war movie. Yeah. And it's like, no, nah, there's no magic at all. It's just people dealing with emotions. I'm sh- and I'm sure it'll be good. I, I I'm like sure it. I'm going to like it. No, and I, I know. But I like the supernatural element, too. I do, too. So why not have the talking dragon in it? That's what I mean. If you if you're going to go the distance, because the talking dragon adds a whole other element because it is comedic because it is comedic timing. I, it, it's the same reason. There's going to be a comic relief character that's her best friend. I promise. There is, but they're not doing. But they're but they're not doing cartoon shenanigans. Yeah, it, but it's also a cartoon. Or, like, but that's like it works. Mushu works better in a cartoon. Yeah. Or Mushu doesn't work as well as the as in this in this in yeah. this type of situation. They do have the talking dragon, but he's an actual giant ass dragon. No, he's a phoenix now. Or he's I think it's the Phoenix. Or is the Phoenix. I, I agree. I think it's the Phoenix too. I don't I don't mind a talk Look, here's the thing. I don't mind a talking animal. I just don't I just think that Mushu as presented in the animated film does not work in a live action situation. Guys, where is Cricky though? Alright, moving oh. on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who? Cricky, the lucky cricket. From what? Mulan. Mulan. It's been a while. He's the R two D two to Mushu C three PO. Yeah. Google. <laughs> it's been a while. How could you forget Cricky? I don't watch Mulan every day. I don't it's remember. Like forgetting the grandma. You don't watch Mulan every day. No. What's I, wrong with you? I watch Pornhub every day. Ooh, it's <laughs> <laughs> a different podcast. Yeah. Speaking of, how do you spell Cricky? I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that trick. I can't do that. Crikey! <laughs> remember Pornhub? Oh, it's been a while. <laughs> oh, that's an. That's okay, a, now I remember Crikey. Yeah, that's a cut. Uh, I almost said thinking of Pornhub, but oh, he's a little cutie. I remember him now. Okay. All right, Black Widow trailer. I think this trailer rules. Uh, this trailer has me until the last until the last set piece. <clears throat> the falling from the, the falling sky? from the from the from the sky. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, why? Um, you it, liked it better in A Team when they were in a tank. <laughs> like A Team's really ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that movie. But no, so okay, uh, a lot of people brought it up, and I was kind of trying to figure out like why, because this trailer does work for me. I, I like this. I like this trailer a lot. Obviously, I'm hardcore into the MCU, um, but. A lot of people were kind of talking about how, with these type of lower but with lower stakes action films, the type of film that uh, we kind of want Black Widow to be, that kind of like espionage esque film. I didn't want a superhero epic for Black Widow. I wanted an es- I wanted a smaller scale film. I get and that. And seeing I guess. that seeing that skydive showed, especially with all the amount of CG, but that's a whole other problem that the MCU has. Um, seeing that kind of skydive sequence was like, oh, so this is just another. Blockbuster. See, epic. I and I, I will not argue with that. I 100% agree. I almost would prefer if this was like a 50 million dollar Jason Bourne movie, yeah. and some part of that will still be. Unfortunately, it is part of a grander scope, yeah. and it is an MCU movie. Um, I don't just think of this as a Bourne movie. I think it is a Mission Impossible movie, and those movies have giant, yeah. epic scale as well. And the, Black Widow is a character who obviously will do that kind of stuff. The difference with the Mission Impossible ones, and I would be totally on board with that if it wasn't so heavily CG'd. The Mission, the Mission Impossible ones are so impressive because it is Tom. But, Cruise. But, but as that you, is fundamentally but as you said that's a that's a Marvel problem. That is a Marvel problem. Yeah, um, and I'm not yes. gonna like 
what uh, it gave me, I'm fine with it. Thunderbolt yeah. Ross is in this movie, and I'm happy. Yes, and he's he is. young. He's 20 years younger. Yeah. He's 20 There's years There's definitely going to be some yeah. flashbacks to flashbacks. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Bring so, back Liv Tyler, you cowards. For real. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of the things I really like about this trailer. Oh, I didn't expect to see Thunderbolt Ross. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, and, and again. And we hear him talking, too. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Though, like, once the trailer dropped, I'm like, well, it makes sense. Considering, like, he would be talking to her yeah. right after uh, he's, Civil he's, War. He's after her. Yeah. Sorry, Ryan. I didn't no, it's okay. Um, the stuff I really like, um, there's a lot of, uh, funny enough, and this is me looking into it a lot more because I obviously the movie's not out, but there's a lot of reflections going on in this movie because the first time she meets her sister, her sister was trained the exact same way she was, right? So she, she is, they have, they're copying each other with their moveset. Right. And then Taskmaster is somebody who copies all your moves. So I think there's going to be a lot of that kind of stuff. Rachel I'll, Weiss looks good. Also, I think Rachel Weiss is Taskmaster. Yes, you've you've mentioned. This I'm 100 percent certain now, before. seeing this trailer and everything. Iron Maiden is a villain in the comic books. Yeah. Rachel Weiss is the villain of this movie. Taskmaster is definitely not just I Taskmaster. Got, I gotta tell you, her and David Harbour and Florence Pugh and Scarlett Johansson sitting around table has me really excited. Yeah, yeah. dude, David, David Harbour kills. Who does David Harbour play? Red again? Guardian, who's uh, the Soviet Captain America. I yes. I want to say I want to I want to say I think I'm more excited about the supplementary cast than I am about Scarlett Johansson. I am too. And I'm a, I am a big, big Black Widow fan. I Not just in the movies. I've bought every single one of her comics that since I've been in comics. I have all of her yeah. runs. Uh, it's not many, unfortunately. But like I really like that but, character. But seeing David Harbour and uh, Rachel, Rachel... Rachel Weisz. Weiss. Rachel Weisz. <laughs> and uh, Florence Pugh together... Yeah, oh, All I'm, I'm like, this is a cast around a table I want to watch. Yeah. yeah. So they released some footage. Um, there's a Brazil Comic Con happening right now. Yes. Um, and they released some footage. Excuse me. And this isn't like a huge spoiler, but it, uh, they revealed like a scene with them sitting at the dinner table. It's the dinner table scene. Yeah. The dinner table scene. And uh, Red Guardian asks if Captain America ever asks about him. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but the thing is, there, Red Guardian was in this is was in the 80s. How is he talking to Captain America? He if Captain America was frozen. Uh, he might, uh, uh, I, if you want to look into it, yes. let's, let's speculate responsibly. No, it's just fun, because like, I'm like, oh, where would they have met? That's let's, crazy. Let's speculate responsibly. Yeah. Perhaps they didn't meet, perhaps he's just a fan. I, uh, if the red, if it's Red Guardian from the comics, that he would have been around, like the Cold War, so like he would have been soldier serumed in the 60s, but it Captain America still be. wasn't around. But Steve, Steve has been in, in the ice until 2008. Yeah. Also, Nine. He, he time-traveled a whole bunch. So who knows? Like, but I, that was in a different, different timeline. Time but that's or, something I saw people bring up. Or Ryan, it could be when Cap came back out of the ice. He asked if anyone else did any Super Soldier projects, and they said, like true. "Yeah, there is one." Red maybe Guardian, he late. Maybe he met, met Red Guardian. It yeah, was it so or when or when he was recruiting Avengers at the end of uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just it feels like Red Guardian's been been retired for a little bit because yeah. like oh it's the suit still fits he punches he punches out of jail showing he does have super strength because people yeah. are wondering what Red Guardian this was gonna be this is Super Soldier Red Guardian because he breaks through a door he he uh, he cocks his fists like yeah, he Henry does. Cavill he fights Taskmaster um uh, I'm the Taskmaster fan I don't think he looks good I don't yeah. think this is his final outfit because we've seen concept art of different outfits yeah. um it looks like a weird armor eh, whatever I I just I just wanna I just wanna say uh obviously like look. MCU film. I am an MCU quote unquote stan. Uh, so I will we watch, love him. I will watch every single one of these. Uh, I would have much preferred this film as a Mission Impossible esque film and not a Avengers level film. I don't think it's an Avengers level film. I think just like 
Ant-Man and the Wasp. They are misleading the trailer. Yes, she is skydiving from a building, yeah. but she's falling from a building. Um, that The threat in Ant-Man and the Wasp was like, oh, she wants to blow up the world. And then that was not the threat at all. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be a much more family-centric, Russian-centric problem. I hope so. That's what I want. I don't think That's this is going to tie into any other Avengers movie. This is going to be with her dealing with her past. I yeah. think it's going to be... Do we think... My other question is, do we think that Florence Pugh becomes the next Black Widow? I hope so. Probably. I just want her to be in everything because yeah. she rules. I'm yeah. go with that. I'm just. I think the music in this trailer is also awesome. Yeah. Like the first time I heard like like the, like the industrial score, I'm like, oh, this is a theme I like. I just like. I know she's not officially cast, but like I just pictured flash forward like Kate Bishop and Florence Pugh and and Haley Steinfeld with Florence Pugh, and I'm like, yes, yeah, this is, this is what I want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If only, hell yeah. We all saw the images from Wandavision, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was only one, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wild. Yeah, it's definitely doing the 1950s thing. Buck wild. Yeah. Uh, okay, because I'm doing a thing, I'm going to go to this trailer next. Wonder Woman 84. Is there one after this? Yes. Oh, man. Uh, this looks awesome. Yeah. Yes, um, it does. Yeah, uh, Pedro Pascal's Maxwell Lord. So much color. Mm-hmm. So much color. I'm, Just I, the music and also the aesthetic. Like, even once we got the WW 1984, it looked like an old VHS. She she swings on lightning. On lightning. Does this do That's we so cool? That do we rad. think That's so rad. they're gonna do anything with her Olympian origin in this? I don't she think you bring it up in the first film without doing it. She is swinging on lightning. That is ridiculous, guys. And also, never been a thing in the comics. No, no. that is so cool. I couldn't believe I saw the gif of it. I was uh, like, "This isn't a movie." I, I'd love to have been in the room when that got brought up, and it's like, "Can we do this? Has that ever been done in the comics?" No. <laughs> Can we do it anyway? Yeah. <laughs> can we establish she can do this? So uh, that looks awesome. So yeah, Why um, not? It's a magic co- lasso. Who cares? I gotta, I gotta say, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. For real. Yeah. Like it's like, oh yeah, I guess that's comic books are cool. Uh, Look, it's a magic lasso. You could do whatever the fuck uh, you want. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I said Wig, it first. We Chris, all, you all heard it. I did it first. Kristen Wiig is Cheetah, and she's definitely doing a little like I'm so excited comedic thing, and I'm like, uh-huh. okay, cool. This movie is going to be British. Not British. What? Whatever. That's it's. Whatever. I'm so, uh, it's so strange. Yeah, so strange. Um, yeah. I'm really see- curious to see like what she looks like, how she becomes Cheetah. Yeah. Like what? So, uh, so I, 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 so obviously Steve Trevor is in this trailer. Yeah. Um, the. Uh, so I once thought that Dr. Fate was in this movie. Uh, now I do not. It's some magic thing, though. So I think Maxwell Lord has a thing that grants people their deepest, darkest desires, mm. and Wonder Woman says she wants Steve Trevor back. Mm. And so that's how Steve Trevor is in this movie, and that's how Cheetah becomes Cheetah. I want to be a cat lady. I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Yeah. I love Steve Trevor. This yeah, is all art. This is a trash can. This <laughs> is just a trash, <laughs> yeah, trash yeah. can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love I'm fine with it. I don't care. I love Chris Pine and Gal Gadot together. Yeah, I would. I I don't care if he keeps coming back every movie. I just oh, I just want to kill be, him and bring him back every time. Like, <laughs> Phasma him. Yeah, kill him every movie. Maybe don't. <laughs> Maybe don't. <laughs> um, I just the, love the, the fact when Wonder Woman like takes a, a pistol. Uh, like releases that's a so cool and it looks like she's about to strike it's like are you seriously gonna fire a bullet with your gauntlets you can probably do that that's still here's cool here's, here's one of the things that gets me so that gets me so hyped about this film swinging on lightning uh well yes yeah. uh so i i i liked i think it's, it's safe to say uh, safe to say i like shazam more than you guys uh, yeah i, I mean like, i mean this, i still really like that. i like shazam a whole lot i think it's a good movie oh um, yeah i like aquaman a lot i, like I wonder, love aquaman i like wonder woman a lot um, one of the things that Wonder Woman fails is that it doesn't wholly feel like a Patrick uh, Patrick Willems Jesus <laughs> Patty <laughs> Jenkins movie. There you go. This definitely I was gonna say this definitely feels like her 
like w- whipping out her own proverbial dick over uh, not having to be under Zack Snyder Absolutely. anymore, this and is being like color, color, theming. This we could see the action from, hey, from the moment the trailer starts. Neon lights. Let's do that. From shit. the moment the trailer starts, it feels like a Patty Jenkins movie, much like James Wan, much like Aquaman felt like a solely James Wan movie, much mm-hmm. like uh, F. Gary, F. Gary Gray. Who the hell directed Shazam? Oh, David Sandberg. David Sandberg. F. Gary uh, Gray directed <laughs> the last Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, much like that felt like uh, solely his film. What I'm really enjoying, and Joker, Todd Phillips, uh, what I'm really enjoying about DC, and and certainly I like their superhero films uh, a lot, is that DC is allowing, or Warner Brothers, is allowing their, their, their directors to actually use their voice in those trailers. The, the, the only way... The only place that I've ever criticized Marvel is that they don't always do that. The, oftentimes, the action sequences are not the directors. They are the second units. Um, that happens a lot. And we're, we're spoiler alert, we're going to see it in Black Widow. Um, so, when you see, so when you see something like this in, 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 in Wonder Woman, from step one, this is Patty Jenkins' movie. Mm-hmm. Everything is oozing her voice, and I'm so into that. It's just really nice when, when like, Hey, here's Wonder Woman. Like, let's help you do something good with it, and then it makes a billion dollars. Yes. And they're like, "Shit, Patty, do what you want." Yes. And I'm like, it's always nice when you get that second movie. And it's it's like, like, do I still have to listen to that Snyder guy about no! it? No. No. What's a Snyder cut? <laughs> Are all the Greek gods dead? Not no. Patty. Not if you don't want them to be. <laughs> Patty, you can have whatever you want. You can have whatever you want, Patty. And she that was stupid. Why would he ever kill the Greek yeah. pantheon? And she's like, yeah. dummy. Once again, the 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 Paul Rudd gift. Hey. Hey, look at look us. At us. <laughs> look at us. Look at us. <laughs> look at us. Um, all right. Wonder Woman 84 We're not going to talk about it, but F. Snyder in the news this week, man. I didn't see he was in the news. I didn't oh, know. Zack Snyder? Yeah. No. Oh, you yeah. brought it up. Might as well. You brought it up. Oh, Might as the, well. The, the, the re- pictures. Oh, Jesus. What happened? I There's posted like, the pictures of the reels where the Snyder cut is kept. There's apparently like a four-hour Snyder cut. It's called an assembly cut. It's called cut. an assembly cut. <laughs> yeah. It's called not editing your movie. <laughs> Stop it. He's like, uh, yeah, it's real. Did you hear that Henry, Cav- Henry Cavill's thing? That's why he responded, because Henry Cavill's like, oh, I don't know if there's blah, blah, blah. I don't want to be tied I heard to about it. Henry Cavill's comments about The Witcher and the fans. I just really like Henry, I really like Henry Cavill's whole thing. It's like, you know what? The movie happened. It's over. Let it die. I, they still got me as Superman if they want me. But right now, this is The Witcher. But right now, yeah. I'm The Witcher. <laughs> right. But you did you did read his things about The Witcher, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Stupid snake. six seasons that a movie. And by the way, I saw your I saw I saw your face about the Black Widow comment I made. I just wanted to clarify that the uh, the Black Widow uh, we we know from early on that uh, the reason why Black Widow had some director troubles initially was because they oh no I was I was only making a face because I'm like I I don't expect anything different from any MCU film until it happens like. Yeah. We that's been the case forever. So like I'm just I'm not expecting that to change anytime and soon. To be fair, most of the action scenes are good, so I'm not yeah. really worried about it. But I just, I, I, just I, I will say were... like they're good. Yeah. They are not iconic. No. Yeah. I wish they could be iconic. Yeah. I I just wish that you know much like we get with a lot of action directors, they are not even Michael Bay. They are not popped a bullet out of a gun and hit it with a gauntlet. Yeah. 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 You know but like they're they're not. They're not no, character-driven iconic, yeah. and I wish they were. Hit the the gaunt, only with the gaunt. we just know it's going to happen. The only time that I that I that I look that I ever criticize the MCU is when it comes to their action, and I would like the I do wish that their directors had more input on the action sequences. I feel like Taika Waititi did with Thor Ragnarok. I think Infinity like War is Doctor Strange fights the dopest. I do. Too. I, I agree. Uh, all right, so. Uh, before we get into our review, the sequel to Knives Out was already released a trailer. Oh, 
uh, No Time to Die. Oh. Benoit, Benoit Blanc and uh, Marta back again. Nana. To do uh, Nana. to do spy shit, I guess. Mar- Mar- I don't know where Karabe. I'm going with this. I just wanted to say the joke. Anna de Armas rules, you guys. Yeah, man, she's a chameleon. I no, she's not, an actor. I, <laughs> I did not recognize her in this trailer. Yeah, she hasn't done a lot, but she was a yeah. Blade Runner, and I love her for that. Yeah, same. Uh, she was this, a Blade Runner? Blade Runner 2049, hell Who yeah. Was she a Blade she was Joy, the, the, oh, the, the, oh, the android lady. Oh, shit, you're right. Yeah. I had to ask him, too. I'm like, I know I know her. Yep. Yeah, uh, she's she's the new Bond girl in this movie. Let's hope she doesn't die. <laughs> uh, well, there's no time for that. Oh, Doctor so No. So how 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 are we all in the Daniel Craig era of Bond? How do I we like all feel? What? I'm ready for him to end, yeah. but I'm but I like him. I fell asleep at the last movie. That's fair. I haven't yeah. watched it since. I don't. I guess I have to refresh my brain on it because I don't remember what happened to Christoph Waltz. He got captured. I guess he's captured. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he got captured. Um, I like two of the movies. Yeah, half of them are really good. Casino like Royale is really good. Yeah. Skyfall. And Skyfall. And Skyfall is really good. I think Skyfall is one of the best Bond films, period. I agree. I like the title, Quantum of Solace, but that's only... I haven't seen the Quantum movie. Quantum of Solace is a boring slog of a film. It's so <sighs> I've heard. I just like the name. Um, it's what? the episode one of Bond films. Ooh. I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> I like the action in that movie. Have you watched know. it recently? No, but I remember the action scenes. No, I, I remember the stuff that happens in certain places. And I'm like, at least that's cool. In Quantum of Solace, there's specifically like an opera scene that's really so, neat. So I guess it's more like the episode two of Bond yes. films. Uh, yes. <laughs> Spectre is a, Spectre Spectre is a fine movie. Uh, I saw it once. <laughs> yeah, me too. Dude, we were we walked the out opening that sequence. The opening sequence is awesome. The yeah, opening uh, sequence is incredible. Apparently, the I city of Mex- apparently Mexico City had to recreate that parade because that wasn't real. Yeah, but I believe it. Is that where he gets shot off the train? No. Which one's that? Skyfall. 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 That's Skyfall. Damn, that movie's dope, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I'm just thinking of Skyfall. Skyfall's dope. I so, need to rewatch Skyfall uh, again. I'm that a, movie's I, great. I've I've mentioned this before. I'm a Bond purist. Mm-hmm. I prefer my Bond films to have no continuity. Uh, and all Daniel Craig films have been all continuity. And this is the most continuity fine finale of them yeah. all. Wasn't there a few Bond films that did have some continuity? The only them? continuity is that Q uh, changed in uh, one of the bon- one of the Pierce Brosnan ones. Uh, the original Q was Q for ever since the originals. Uh, so and, it was John and then it was John Cleese. And then it was John Cleese. But in one of the Pierce Brosnan films, the original Q is like, this is my replacement, and it's John Cleese. No, I was talking about, I was thinking, because this is going to sound odd. Do you know those DK books? That have like everything you need to know about a certain thing. I had the James Bond one, and one of them kept mentioning had that Jaws, the guy with the metal mouth, was in a oh, few. Jaws kept coming back in Roger yeah, Moore. Yeah. Jaws, yeah, yeah, wasn't he? A I mean, but it, like, there's a loose continuity to each actor's okay. run, but it's very, very loose until it hit Daniel Craig, where it's very, very specifically consistent. Gotcha. Yes. Okay, that's what I was saying. Gotcha. Uh, because Roger Moore was never never saw Jaws and was like, "Oh no, I remember you from the last movie." He was like, "Here we go again." It's me oh. with the Jaws. Oh, so he's kind. Of, this is a deep cut. He's kind of like Wild Dog in the Time Crisis. Games. While while pieces, I don't get that. What what did he say? Don't don't worry about don't it. Worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> While pieces what from, a, what a from wow. each Bond <laughs> film with each actor would return, mm-hmm. none of it was building to something gotcha. or a building on each other. Okay. Whereas Daniel Craig's, that's kind of been the the, the point. Yeah. Um, it's almost like having sometimes, the same artist. Sometimes to yeah. its detriment because yeah. like that's what like Quantum of Solace is partially bad because it's entirely a buildup of James finding out that people have been the like pulling the strings about everything happening to him, and he never catches them in that movie. All right. uh, and then it turns out that that was Christoph Waltz. Yeah, who was... So we that's out. what we're yeah, saying. Yeah. Like That's the problem, is I that gotcha. like he, he spends the whole movie trying to figure it out, and he never figures it out. Yeah, okay. And that never had happened in a James Bond movie before, yeah. where he didn't like come to the conclusion of the story that was happening in that movie. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm happy to see Felix Leiter back. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Wright. Commissioner, Commissioner Gordon. Gordon. Felix Leiter is a good character. He showed up in the originals a mm. lot. Uh, so it's happy to see he him He was back. in Casino Royale. He was in Casino Royale and was Quantum he? of Solace. And Quantum of Solace. Okay. Yeah. So Jeffrey Wright reprising his role as Felix Leiter. Yeah. Um, I'm, I am happy that Daniel Craig is not going to be Bond anymore. I'm... Um, I like him as Bond. I do too. I want to say I like him as Bond, but I'm tired of I'm old and I'm retiring every movie. It's yeah. And again, like I don't even hate that premise, but really that has been the premise for the last like two movies. Yes. Like the I last am, three. Last three. Like, I am getting old. Like no, we get it. You've been old for ten years. At the man. end of Casino Royale, he retires yeah. and then comes back at the very end of Casino Royale, which is where we pick up with Quantum of Solace. Yes. Right. And then Skyfall, he retires in the beginning of that movie because he was shot, and then he comes back to retire again in Spectre. Do you think they're ballsy enough to continue this franchise with Lasana with Lasana Lynch? I, I hope so. Do you th- do you will they make can, another can, Bond movie uh, with more, her? As the more lead? importantly, more importantly, I don't want any more James Bond. Mm. Personally, this is where I'm at. I think James Bond is a character that doesn't work anymore. Yeah, I think that there can be double O films, but I think James Bond as a character is done. So I think we've reached the end of it. So here's my hot take on James Bond. I don't think James Bond ever worked in the modern day. I I know I agree. I, however, think I want I want to keep going with Bond because I like the character and I want to see what other actors can do with the character. Uh, however, make it all sixties films. Mm. I think I think Pierce Brosnan was entirely the anomaly of somehow being able to be encapsulate what Bond was, but make it work in the modern day in a way that people were weirdly able to jive with. Yeah. And then Daniel Craig had to kind of reinvent it in a way where people have been able to sometimes get on board. But overall, James Bond, purely as the character he is, doesn't speak to a modern audience because, frankly, he's too misogynistic. Yeah, a little bit. I he is like, a man's man. See here, so here's what I want to see from Bond going forward. From uh, we've had to talk about this trailer at all, but <laughs> here's what I, going forward with Bond films. That I think I said before, uh, if you want to continue the thread of Lashana Lynch being being 007, sure, I'm into that. Uh, if you even want to do more James Bond films in the modern day, and you want to cast who the hell knows, I don't care. Uh, I would prefer. You take Bond back to the 60s and 70s, give him the crazy gadgets, give him the crazy action, give him the crazy shit, make crazy spy films again. One of the things I really like about Kingsman is that it's a crazy spy movie. Take Kingsman, put it in the 60s, you got Bond. Yeah. That's what I want to see. That yeah. would be cool to go back to a period piece. Yeah. 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 I, think, I think that's the only way that James Bond, the character, can work. But I think you can make double O movies and be fine. It's hard for me to talk about this trailer because I don't remember the plot of what the last movie was. I just know that his girlfriend is back and she's got secrets. Yeah. And maybe Doctor No is the bad guy. And I'm a, I'm excited for Rami Malek. Is Lee Sadu playing the same girl that he marries in, Qu- in yeah, on Her Majesty's Secret Service? Oh, I don't know the because the lore. they've they've kind of so okay. Also, she's half his age. <laughs> yes, that's the whole James Bond. Skyfall is Skyfall takes the idea that between Quantum of Solace and Skyfall, all the Bond adventures happened. So from Doctor No oh, to really? another day, yes. Oh. Yeah, that's the that's the reason why Spectre kind of threw me off because there was a Spectre organization yes. in other Bond films. So, because but that was but that was kind of unspoken. It was kind of the idea is that well, now we've got an older man who's who is way past his prime. But Spectre takes it back takes it back to the idea that that wasn't necessarily the case. That Spectre that just these Bond movies have happened and perhaps other things have happened. But because Spectre is introduced, you have the you you go back to the idea that. Now he is kind of, he's kind of 
seeing these for the first time. He's seeing Blofeld for the first time. He's meaning. So I wonder if if I've not seen my Secret Service. Yeah. So I wonder if perhaps that is the same character, and if we are getting a kind of a kind of remake of that. See, I always because the way that especially with the last one with Blofeld getting like oh the original Blofeld, this felt like we're leading up to the very first James Bond movie that we know about, which like is Doc, Doctor No. Yeah. That's why I, so many people are thinking this is a Doctor No centric kind of thing. Yeah. Because like especially with the name and how the villain kind of looks and sounds and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's true. Uh, I think that would be a cool way to end Daniel Craig's legacy. Is like, oh, we're ending at the beginning, mm-hmm. almost like a uh, ro- Rogue One. Yeah, that's what Casino Royale was supposed to do, and then M says, and then it did. Man, really I hate. Well. I missed the Cold War, and I'm like, damn, you shouldn't yeah. have said that. Man, Casino Royale rules. Yeah, it really is. It's so good. It's a, it's a, it's a good one. It's a weird Bond movie in the sense that uh, M is just still Judy Dench. Yeah, yeah. Th- I she love really Judy Dench. Be, it's so weird, man. Movies but, are weird. So okay, so here's why M as Judy Dench is weird in Casino Royale because in the in Goldeneye, Sean Bean says, "I hear the new M is a woman," implying that every single M has been being changed is be, is continuity. Uh, much like Q being the same person. Mm-hmm. So there is a loose continuity to Bond uh, w- as far as M and Q goes. Now, Casino Royale is like, nah, it's just Judy Dench. It's just been Judy Dench. It's always been Judy Dench. And if, it's it's weird because they were always supposed to be the same character up until that point. Yeah, I mean, but like Casino Royale itself just throws that previous continuity entirely out the window anyway. That's true. So the trailer looks cool, though. Yeah. It looks gorgeous. Like, this yeah. is a well-shot movie for sure. Yeah. Um, also, I, like, I love I like the Gatling guns coming out to Aston Martin. I yeah. felt the same way seeing Spectre. Same. I love his tight uh, suits. Yeah. Mm. Dano Craig has some beautiful blue eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Man, I could look in those eyes. I like I like his first opening line in the trailer, which is, we've all got secrets. We just haven't gotten to yours yet. Yeah, yeah. that's a good line. That's a good line. I love a, a good villain with a mask revealing half their face. Yeah. 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 Always a fan. Rami, Rami Malek. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I believe in him. Still should have been. Really like him in Mr. Robot. What's the, that's the, that's Jesus. Remember when we were talking about Oscar winners that should be Bond villains and we said the, oh. the favorite. Oh, Olivia Coleman. Olivia oh Coleman. My, oh, God. my God. She would rule. God. As a Bond villain. Put Olivia oh, yeah. Coleman in anything and Please. I'm happy. She's on the crown right now. Ooh. Yeah, that's right. Yep. All right. So now that we've talked about the sequel to Knives Out, let's talk about Knives Out. Sounds good. All right, then time now for our review. Full spoilers for Knives Out. Trust me, guys, you don't want to spoil this movie. For real. Um, thank you guys for waiting for me. Oh, no problem. Yeah. To talk about we didn't see it until today. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I it was, yesterday. I, uh, I didn't excited. like The Last Jedi, so I did not see this movie. Um, I just know it's bad. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Was that too real, Brandon? Was that too real? I'm sorry. After the week I've had. No. You dare do that to me? You know I'm kidding. I do. I love The Last Jedi. Yeah, I know. I hated this movie, though. I know that's not true. <laughs> Stop lying. Okay, right now I'm sitting at a ten out of ten. Please convince me otherwise. Uh, I'm not. At, I'm definitely not at ten out of ten, but I'm definitely at a strong. I number. am. I'm not ten, but I'm definitely a hard nine. This is a hard, a lot of fun. I mean, I this. do have a hard nine. <sighs> nice, <laughs> nice. This just silly a lot of inches. This silly just turned into fake nerds after dark. Mm. Uh, nah, this is prawn hub, baby. Oh, oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no shrimps here. Oh. <laughs> pod, pod hub. Pod hub. Podcast porn. No. <laughs> All right. Anyway, it's just bad ASMR. Knives no. out. Yeah. Beaks bloody and knives out. This mm. is the James Bond film starring Daniel Craig. Uh, no. This uh, is this is what he does when he retires. Yeah. This what, is the KFC uh, commercial starring Daniel is it, Craig. How did you pronounce his first name again? Benoit. 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 Ben, yeah. Thank you. Benoit McBlo- uh, Benoit Blanc. Benoit McBlanc. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! All the hell. Welcome to McDonald's. Can I get a McBlanc? <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Benoit, Benoit Blanc. Blanc. 
Thank yes. you. <laughs> is Mr. Mel's brother be Benoit McLaughlin? When Tony Collect says, "Mr. Blank." <laughs> <laughs> it's Blanc, actually. Okay, uh, I just want to say up top, we should talk about Daniel Craig. I think he's excellent in this movie. Hell yeah, he is. This is the most I've liked him in a movie in a long time. You know what's interesting? This is the most I've ever liked Michael Shannon. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I, I think have, I think you should watch more Michael Shannon I stuff. have never cared for Michael Shannon. Now, mind you, I don't. it's, it's not that I dislike Michael Shannon. I, he falls very much in the same place as Tom Hardy. Like, Sure, I'll see a, a, a Michael Shannon film, but I won't go out of my way to see a Michael I, Shannon and movie. This is not, I promise you, this is not me like saying anything. I know there's a bunch of movies that you haven't seen that here in that he was nominated for Oscars for that you would be a Michael Shannon fan. Well, probably. Yeah. Um, um, he, however, he doesn't do a lot of like big stuff, and the few big stuff he does, he's not really good in. He is an indie guy for sure. It's because he's mishandled. He is, yeah. Like, But I think yeah. he's excellent in this movie. I think I agree. Every, everybody rules. Every character, every actor in this film is great. Everybody. What's so clever is that you have this big cast. Because like, uh, up front, this movie just didn't go the way I expected. Shocker, it's a Ryan Johnson film. None of them go the way I expect. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but you get a big cast to, honestly, like play not super major roles. No. Uh, when when all is said and done. Everybody shares. But... but they're all so good that a you're ne- you're also expecting like oh who's gonna who's it gonna be among them because they're all big stars so it's like it's gotta be one of them they're all big stars yeah uh, and also they're killer in the small amount they're given and I, I from the get go you're introduced to the main character and you didn't I had no clue that there was a main character in this movie I thought yeah. it was Benoit Blanc yeah I wasn't uh, well not quite from the get go because the first person you see is Fran. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. But yeah, I like I didn't know that Anna de Armas's character uh, uh, was the main Ma- character. Marta was the main character, and yeah. I'm like, no, right, that's cool. I thought this was Daniel Craig all the way through, and then once uh, Marta comes in the picture and we see her whole flashback, I'm thinking, so let's that let's can't let's be run it. through the let's run through the family. Oh God, let's run through the family. I just love the family. So we got the oldest, which is Linda. Yeah, Linda, who is played uh, by Jamie, Jamie, Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis. Curtis. So her husband, Don Johnson. Yep. Uh, and her brother is Michael Shannon. Mm-hmm. Michael Shannon brother. is married to Ricky. What's her name? Uh, 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 Holland Oates girl. Yeah. Uh, um, isn't it like Lindholm? Or Lindholm. Something? Lindholm. Ricky yeah. Lind- she's Ricky she's Lindholm. fantastic. Yeah. She's great. Uh, she's probably a, uh, one of the smaller parts in the movie. She doesn't she's really very, speak. She's very small <laughs> yeah. part. She, uh, her only their, their son. Donna's is really my rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus, are you okay? <laughs> um, the visual gags are so good. Uh, so they ha- they have one son, and that he was a Nazi. Yeah, the little uh, the little the, the kid from Stranger. The kid from Stranger. It. No, it. They're all the same. Whatever. The kid from it. Um, He's a little Nazi. Their sister-in-law is Tony. Tony Collette. Collette. Yep. Uh, her husband was the was the son, but he uh, died. He died. But he so died. she's just a moocher. So she her her daughter is Meg. The Meg. Meg. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, she. Oh, real quick. Uh, uh, Tony Collette's character is basically um, Gwyneth Paltrow, and uh, Gwyneth Paltrow has a company called Goop, which yep. is all like uh-huh. self-made care that's way too expensive. Yes, uh, oh, she yeah. is absolutely making fun of absolutely. Gwyneth uh-huh. Paltrow. Oh 100%. Yeah. that's real good. Uh, so then, who are we leaving out? Granny, Chris, Chris Evans, Chris Ransom, Ransom. Ransom. Hugh Ransom is uh, Don Johnson and Jamie Lee Curtis. What an asshole! Yeah. Uh, Hugh, Hugh Ransom Drysdale is his yep. name. Uh, Granny, how old is he? We don't Do we know. know? <laughs> Probably 120. <laughs> She's just like ransom. I love. Is that I love. You? I love the guy. Just Jesus, his mother. How old is she? We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, we got I two- just love her Nana, just sitting Nana, there like. Do you want Nana? Do you want to? 
Nana, do you want any food? She ate the whole shrimp plate. Yeah, she's had enough. <laughs> she ate the whole salmon spread. <laughs> we got a we got a state trooper who's a who's a fanboy. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then oh, we yeah. got a detective who's, and then, who's kind of by the book, but also he's willing to roll the punches. I and, love this this actor. Yeah. He's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then we got uh, we got Benoit 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 Blanc, and of course. Christopher Plummer, yeah, yeah, who is the head of the family, yeah, uh, the writer of this of this massive, who's the author, and also uh, he owns the publishing house. Yes, he's which, like his own Stephen King, in a way. essentially, yeah, yeah. which uh, is run by Michael Shannon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so many twists and turns. Every member of the family has a reason to potentially kill him. Yeah. Um, halfway through the movie, except we, for Jamie Lee Curtis. Um. Jamie Lee Curtis has no reason to kill. Yeah, him. you're right. That's true. Yeah, no, that was a, they, they never. Hus- they played it at an angle where you never had a reason to suspect. That's her. true. Yeah. yeah. Her husband, by on the other hand, does. Don Johnson definitely does. Yeah. By the way, Don Johnson looks great for a man who's in his seventies. He's in his seventies. Watch Watchmen. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. shit! That's where I recognize. God, because damn it. he looks oh. just like Judd. He, he has the same beard. I can't freaking. Outside of the will, he doesn't cut Linda off from anything. Yeah. Yes, that's true. That's true. Uh, Linda doesn't have a reason until after the will reading. Yeah. Um. Hugh has, sorry, Ransom, Ransom. has the... Uh, Only has, the help calls him Hugh. Yes, you're right. Um, I just want to say real quickly, because the obvious, so obviously we're in spoilers, so we can say this. Yes. Uh, when we find out what happens is 30 minutes into the movie. Yeah, it's so soon. Oh, God. It's and not was, here. It's not I a, was shocked. Yeah. So, did, so was I. I was thinking, like, that I was complete. The one thing, the one thing that made me feel that there was more to this was when she was looking through her bag and she couldn't find the Same. drug to save the Same. with her so from the I morphine. I kept waiting for the other foot to drop. I kept waiting for it to be like, so oh no, so Marta actually murdered him or something. Yeah, and her and it's like, and also there's that a part of me did was scared that maybe she was kind of porking him or yeah. have. Were well, you porking my father? <laughs> yeah, yeah, porking, but porking. but it was totally wholesome. She was his friend. They were honest to God. She's legitimately like one of the nicest, is, sweetest people on yes, the planet. That's, her, her, sorry, you go first. That's the trick of it is that it, it shows you like how he died in theory. And uh, like the whole time I'm like, okay, so there's more to it than that. But I don't know what angle we're coming at it from anymore. It took <laughs> yeah. a while. Yeah. yeah. And, and even her, the and whole thing her, where she's trying to cover her tracks. Her, the whole thing with her, it's like, you have a regurgitative reaction to to mistruthin. Yep. Yeah. It's so funny. And she's like, who told you that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you, t- was, was someone sleeping... Was, was, uh, Which is like, just tell him the truth. These are the simple questions. Yeah, <laughs> don't lie. Yeah, was this guy having an affair? And she's just like, bleh, bleh. oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, my dear. I thought you were. I thought that I was. Thought you were like, lying. Oh my I gosh, I didn't think it was <laughs> true. Literal, yeah. yeah, everyone's reaction to when she throws like, oh, yeah. This is a like all the characters are great, but like honestly, the script is so tight and so sharp. Like there are so many just like small throwaway lines that are like that are like some people find funny, but like. This this entire script is filled with the with just d- great jokes. The dog bringing back the 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 ladder yes. yeah. is yeah. so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I th- this movie's excellent, honestly. Um, it, because you're right, it, it is so tight, and it doesn't. It, it's so airtight that you you follow it so well it, it never once loses sight of what happened because it's a murder mystery and we kind of learn the murderer ha- like a third of the way through the movie so you're like there's clearly got to be more but it gives it out slow enough for you're like I'm, I'm still not sure what's really going on here and then like I, I really love the stuff because I didn't think Chris Evans was going to be in this movie that much like when like we saw the stuff in the trailers where he's like eat shit eat shit I'm like yeah. okay that's the extent of his character I think this is the best thing that can happen to all of yeah, you and then oh, he, the, he picks world. her up and the stuff with the diner, like it's like a huge character change for him. But yeah, it's, but it's not really. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, like the holy whole, shit, this movie's so good. Like, the whole time when he was talking, he was like, "Hey, you're not gonna give it the money." I'm like, 
I want to believe you, but at the same time, I have a feeling you're you're up to something. You got to be suspicious of everyone, but yeah. I did honestly buy it. Yeah, I yeah they leave being they nice leave guy. you enough to make it feel like he's the person who could be like, yeah, f the family. Yeah, yeah. the stuff with Fran and oh. Fran in like that abandoned because, warehouse, and I'm mm-hmm. like, what's going on? Because everything up to that point tells you that he's the person who bonded the best with with Grandpa with him. Yeah, outside of Marta. Yeah, and so you're like, of the people, he's the one who would connect with the uh-huh. best. Yeah, yeah. No, you think I, he's gonna turn into a good character. One of the also, one of the things I also absolutely love about this movie. Oh, the 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 fact that he's like he could never tell the difference between a fake knife and a real knife. Uh, besides the play, the play knife, yeah. yeah. yeah besides that, um, was. Because there are scenes, obviously there's flashbacks, there's like different perspectives of, of the same scene, but one of them is like there's a scene where Marta is talking about, oh yeah, the family loves me, and the and the whole family turns around and uh, Richard um like bring, takes his hand, reaches his hand, is like, hey, come join us, oh, Marta. Oh yeah, the, the, when we see, it's like, oh yeah, all the whole family <laughs> likes you, and there's like, yeah, yeah. come here, come yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, it looks family. like, it's like... Talk, talk about immigration. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 how do you like, feel about racism? And then, <laughs> later on, we realized it was a very heated political discussion about immigration. And they're like, hey, Marta, come over here. And also what I also love is that none of the family, they claim to care about her. Not a single person gets the country <laughs> of origin. I got, out, right. I got outvoted. They, they are, I got yeah, outvoted. Yeah, they so all say, they keep saying, oh, we got outvoted. Ecuador. Like, oh, no, you did like, They're Uganda, like Paraguay, yeah. Ecuador, yeah. Um, Uruguay, um, Brazil even. I'm like, holy crap. They just don't give a shit about this poor girl. Yeah. It, it's, but, you know, you get the sense that in their own twisted way that they that they do because he they have helped their grandfather. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when he's just like, we want to take care of you. When Michael Shannon's like, we do want to take care of you. Whatever happens, we want you that, to That, I felt, was the only time of. he was truly sincere. So, I still didn't buy he was sincere because he's trying to just get the money back. No, he's, he's, but so he's saying this before the, money. the will shows up. Because oh, okay. yeah. they're yeah. all thinking that they're going to keep, like, um, in the flashbacks. When um, they think they're going to keep everything. Yeah, because yeah. in the flashbacks, they're thinking, um, Walt, uh, Michael Shannon's character, was thinking, oh, I'm still going to run a publishing house because dad's dead. And Linda's thinking, oh, I get Frank, when Frank Oz, When Frank Oz is like, oh, I, I when, did not. Frank Oz, so good, by the way. When, just, the, when he reads the will, Michael Shannon's like, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. No. <laughs> I you're useless. Honestly, I totally forgot what Frank thank Oz you. looks like in real life. It's like you're useless. You could go. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and his poor s- assistant was sleeping on the couch. Yeah. But what was I gonna say? Um, yeah, because they were all thinking that. Oh yeah, like the part where he they tell her, where he tells her is like, yeah, we're we want to help you out financially because you know you helped our uh, our grandfather. And then the wills read, they all just instantly turn on her. Right. So I get Jamie the, Lee Curtis turns on everyone. So I, do get, I yeah. do get the sense that in some way they, they, I mean, look, none of them are good people, no. but they do have this twisted sense of like, well, you know, you helped your grand, our grandfather, so we, we want to help you. Like but when you have the gone. spoil of riches right, that because, they would. Because they want to be the white saviors. Yeah. Yes. Like the only one person I could, I think is not as bad as Meg? the other one. Yeah. Even I though think, she I was coerced, she was coerced into making that phone call. Like the second when when she calls up uh, Marta at the diner and she says, "Don't worry, no one else is listening to me." I'm like, "Oh, everyone, of course they are." Oh, bitch, I think, you're, uh, you're I think Meg was the only one who was genuine. Yeah, to Marta, I'd like, I like because because Meg was the only one who had no idea about all of these dealings. No, she she's had a no, kid. She yeah. had no clue that she had no clue her mom was double dipping. Yes, she had no clue that she just she was like hey i just want to go to school the only person she really hated was her nephew was her cousin who was a nazi i like the it's like what what did that nazi boy say here when he was masturbating in the bathroom <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i love that uh, i think for me the 
like the best scene is the scene between Christopher Plummer and Anna de Armas when when she, she does the injection. Yeah. And he's just like slowly realizing he's gonna die, and yeah. he's uh-huh. like, and he's like, I want to save you because you're such a good person. And he's, yeah. and he's like, Oh, this is a really good method of murder. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. But it, it 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 adds. It's so tragic. Yeah. That he would have lived. Yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah. And in the scene like where where Tony Collette's character comes in and you, it's it's a close up on her and she's just crying. Yeah. Like with the back to the to the wall and I'm just like, man, this is some really good acting from this. Oh, film. Yeah. And, and like the whole thing like she never would have messed it up because she understood because she's a good nurse uh-huh. what the yeah. liquids were like yeah. and that's why she mixed up the bottles even though they'd already been mixed up and that's how she yeah. thinks yeah. she screwed up. Oh, one and that, that's why I like when Benoit Block is like and this is where it's going to get real heavy. I'm sorry but he, you injected him with the right dosage. Yeah. yeah. If he would have listened oh. to you, he would have survived. Also, the... Oh, man. What I loved is... Because when they find the, the spare toxicology report, they don't look at it, obviously. And she's going to tell the family that she accidentally killed him. And to explain the whole plan The Slayer her. rule. Yeah, the Slayer rule. Because yeah. they obviously they'd want... They'd want I didn't just Google that. Yeah. <laughs> and she, right when she's about to tell him, and he... And, Obviously, because I'm looking in the background, because you see. Uh, oh yeah, no, Benoit it's very, it's very, it's very clear. clear. It's like I'm like I'm looking. I was like, open up the damn toxicology rule. Read the damn thing. What happened? And he bursts in and is like, you all shall be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> and it just goes drawl. into his great southern drawl. CSI KFC. Yeah. Oh, what an asshole. I like the. Uh, wait, a, you want some cookies, Hugh? You want some cookies? <laughs> Get some milk, Hugh. Uh, great sweaters on Chris Evans. Yeah. yeah. For real, this whole movie. Oh, yeah. When, when Michael Shannon is like. This is a great sweater movie. It is. True. Oh, Across yeah. the board. When, Across the board. When Michael Shannon yells at his son to try to say, well, it's like, I heard only two things your will and you. It's like, and Michael Shannon just like does a fist pump at the end. Like, yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> He's about to fight Don Johnson. Let's limp. You want to go? <laughs> you want to go? Fine, let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, the family, they feel like a real family yeah or even when he corner when walt corners um marta in her apartment building and every time the cane he moves closer yeah, and the cane that's just so good thumb. it's intimidating yeah it's yeah. like ooh. and what she says well those resources are now my resources so yeah i think i can that is such a good moment because he's like listen marta with my dad's money i can help your mother blah 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 and she's like oh wait you mean my money that i have right goodbye slam the door right. in your face i also love yeah. her sister she's like are we rich now are we rich What's going on? I, oh like, I like that movie that she's watching in the beginning. Oh, the oh. sad like <laughs> when she's just like you murdered him with a thing and got hit by a car. This, yeah. is, this is ridiculous. You shouldn't be watching that. Your sister's friend was just murdered. <laughs> Your sister's friend died. Oh my god! I figured out the murder the murderer anyway. It's cool, dog. Yeah, uh, I so also d- so love the house. Just that that extravagant house. Is it the Umbrella Academy house? Is it? Uh, we haven't watched it in so long. I'm not sure. Oh man, okay. I can't remember. But the house looks no, cool. No, the Umbrella, Umbrella Academy's house is in. Oh, it's in the city. It's in the city. Is it? Yeah. I, I, in the, yeah, in the it, show, it's in the city. Yeah. Okay. A, uh, what I was gonna say. Oh yeah. I also there's this great line that the 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 real detective says. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, the man practically lived on a freaking clue and board. A clue board, yeah. Yeah. I, I, again, like in the in the, the trooper, he's just like, yeah, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Just like every, he's like, yeah, that's right. Just like, he just kept showing up. Are you, are you guys a fan? No. Big, Big fan. fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, oh, what was I gonna say? I I love when uh when Daniel when uh Who hired me? No. <laughs> well not just that, but when he's talking to Jamie Lee Curtis and she's like, Are you trying to bait me to talk shit about my family after I cut to Don cut Johnson? To Don Johnson just spilling the freaking beans. I'm like, Oh, it's not really his family. Yeah. No, he's just married uh, into him. Uh, so I so I really liked um so I actually wanted to ask. Actually, this is what I wanted to say. Um, did we call that it was Chris Evans? No, no. At the end, 
I for most of the movie, I thought it was actually going to be just Anna de Armas, her mistake, and them just weaving their way around it until it was revealed. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and then it was a murder mystery. I I like Ben believed that somebody had removed the what the medicine that would have saved him. Mm-hmm. That there wasn't just like she couldn't find it for some reason. That that was purposeful. That that's why we were told yeah. that she'd made the mix up is because somebody was maliciously behind it. Uh, but Chris Evans successfully threw me off the case for a while. Yeah, but. I got suspicious when we got to the uh, check your email. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yep, there's the ransom. Oh yeah. Or there's the I address. Yeah. yeah, I didn't catch that. The the moment that he's pressuring it that hard, I was like, I that's why I, I don't trust. I don't trust the you. The second now. that we saw that email, I turned to you. Then I said, "It's like it's ransom, isn't it?" I because that's when I knew. I was like, "Oh, he's he's leading her on." Yeah, I I do really like the 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 whole kind of. The kind, of, the kind of twist that it was suicide, but there is still there was still a murder. Yeah. So ransom still goes to jail, yeah, right? yeah. because he still murdered. He kills and he confesses France. to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah the way she the way she holds that vomit in for is such yeah. a good moment. Oh, it's so. just when when he's when he stabs her and his, his fake knife's like, well, shit. Yeah, because I love well, one of the things I absolutely love about this movie is that you have to pay attention to this movie. This is not a movie you can just blindly leave. Well, up. I mean, all murder mysteries are like that. Sure, but you all have, good ones. Yeah, the good ones. Uh, you have to pay very close attention to all the clues like he even says um christopher Plummer as says at the very beginning of the movie yeah i'm, I'm so old i can't tell between a real knife and a no, no, no he no, says no, no. ransom, he says ransom can't tell. oh yeah tell. yeah he can't tell between a real knife and a stage knife and of course he grabs the stage knife which they yep. always the blade retracts why in. did he think why did ransom think that his his grandfather just had a wheel of real knives in his living room it, it's not he was in for a penny in for a pound so he wanted to kill her if he was going to jail but he th- that's thought all that, it was he thought they were real well, yeah, yeah. He just thought his grandfather because he's, he's dumb. He's yeah, an idi- he's an egotistical trust fund idiot. Well, I wouldn't go far as idiot. He's pretty smart. He's, he's smart anything. enough well, to have thought of. Yeah, this. he's smart, but he's, he's smart enough to he's smart enough to also cover his tracks. But he's also very egotistical. Yeah, that I that I, sure. yeah. But he's not dumb. I'm not nah. contesting that. Uh, did you guys like Ryan and I expect? Blanc to try to sip out of the cup of vomit. I wait. I I bet you that's a deleted scene. It's gotta be. You don't set that up. Of her, she she throws up. Yeah, she she lies to him into a cup. Then he gets in the car, and we're like, "Oh Oh my god, man, she's gotta keep it." Gotta be a deleted scene. Remember the? uh, I I need to wet my whistle. No, I like the. I like the the cars. The the car sequence has some of my favorite lines of dialogues, especially when he's driving. It's like. It's like a hole in this case, like a donut. Like a donut. <laughs> it's like a donut. <laughs> that that monologue oh about the, At donut the, end, the donut, donut so and the donut hole, the donut hole of the donut it's, hole. I thought I thought that it would be a hole inside uh, a donut hole Daniel, inside of the donuts hole. Daniel, but there's a hole inside the donut hole, so it's not another donut hole. It's another donut. <laughs> Daniel Craig is not allowed to have enough fun. Most of the no, time, he's not. and he is in this movie, and that's awesome. When, when, when he's listening, to when the, the car pulls up next to them, when he's trying to call, he's, he's like, holding the phone, and he's like. <laughs> oh, I'm right here, sir. <laughs> just answer the phone. Answer I the just, phone. I just love when he, even though he's like, when the, the ambulance pulls up, he's like, yeah. oh hell, yeah. And not only that, but <laughs> singing when, along and then oh hell. <laughs> but what he's also the moments where he's like the masterful detective when he's in the shadows, like when Marta goes out of after yeah. during the memorial and he just lights a cigar and he's completely in shadow. Yeah, yeah. I just it's like. It, it adds another layer of tension because we know the, the story of what, of what happened, so uh-huh. we're now worried that Marta's going to get caught by yeah. Benoit Blanc. And so when he's like, I want you to be my Watson, you're just kind of like, 
uh, uh. And that turns out it's because he he saw the blood on the shoe. Yeah, yeah. he always which, knew. He always knew. Yeah, which yeah. I because when she said as uh, when she gets home and is revealed that yeah, she yeah. has blood on her shoe, it's like oh he had to. I seen cracked that. up so hard just the way they do it because it's like a the zoom in and the the choir <laughs> music yeah. the orchestra oh. just comes up and it's like da da and I'm like oh my god <laughs> this is so good. Yeah, I I, I think Daniel Craig is having a blast. I think yeah. this is my this favorite movie. Daniel Craig movie. This makes me want to see Logan Lucky because I didn't see it. I, I oh. didn't see it either. Because yeah. he it. plays like a crazy You brought redneck. that up and I'm like, yeah. man, when Daniel Craig's having fun, he's good. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to see more Benoit Blanc. Movies. I he's really, been, oh, he's yeah. been James Bond in too many other non-Bond movies. Yeah. yeah. I hope this turns into like a like uh, like Orienting Express. This is like, my favorite thing he's done yeah. since being a stormtrooper in Force Awakens. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I We're guess. not wrong. <laughs> I get. I mean, I don't love that performance. <laughs> um, what was the? Uh, I do. Oh <laughs> yeah. I want to. Yeah. I want to see. I'm with you on this one, bud. So now the, the good thing about this film is that it was made for such. A I will. Budget. I will go to the other hall, and drop your gun, <laughs> and, and drop, drop my, my gun, gun. <laughs> now, and w- drop my weapon. Oh, hi, kitty cat. I will say. I will. I, I will say that uh, this movie has the benefit of being such low budget. That it didn't need to make a whole lot, mm-hmm. and it, so it is a successful film. It made double its projections the first weekend. Yeah, so it did pretty okay. So it is it is a successful movie. So I hope that do we you, can get another. Do you mean one all the this. people that hate Ryan Johnson didn't didn't make uh, enough of a box office then on this movie, and they, <laughs> now they have to now they have to cry about it? <laughs> uh, there's there's this thing going around that uh, that that has the. Um, Art Rotten Tomatoes audience score for Knives Out, and it's like, so what was the whole thing about general audiences hating Ryan Johnson? Because it's in the nineties. Yeah, this movie rules. This movie is awesome. This movie rocks. I, I like this movie a lot. I have only seen three Ryan Johnson you're movies. Just, you're just you're just making her want her more. So you haven't seen the Brothers Bloom. I haven't seen the Brothers Bloom you or s- Brick. Okay, I would argue that uh, those movies are as good as this movie, if not better. I think Brick I is so. his best I, movie. I agree. I think Brick is sensational. I think, so Brick I've, is great. I have only seen Looper. Last Jedi and this, uh, so I cannot imagine. I he's not made a bad movie. I would, I would dislike an, either of those films. Yeah, he's killing it. And, I, and all of those movies are mysteries in some way. Yeah. Um, maybe not Last Jedi. I've but. only seen Last Jedi. That's the only. I haven't yeah. seen Looper. Apparently, my dad and my brother saw Looper, and that was really good. I think you'd like Looper. I think I would too. But yeah, I, I think you would like The Brothers Bloom because it's basically a more rated R modern version of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Cool. It's actually that. They're, and it's got, uh, I think Rachel Weiss is the lady who they con. Uh, hey, miss. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The fact, here's the thing. If right now, where I'm at, with, I'm at the same place with Matthew Bond. Just give me anything? Just, if, you get, if it's got his name on it, I'll watch it. True. I, I was saying to Ryan when we got out of the movie that I'm like, uh, I have never seen a Ryan Johnson movie where I, I knew what was coming. Yeah. Yeah. Not once. Yeah, no, yeah, that dude. That dude's good with. One I think. I think Looper is the the movie I've most been able to like, kind of see where it was going, and I still didn't didn't see where it was going. One of the things I really appreciated about about the Last Jedi is the fact that from the get go we don't. Emma, get out of here. Our Damn. cat is loving the wires. <laughs> <laughs> don't put her back on the couch. <laughs> here, Ryan, take your daughter. Okay, come come here, baby. Um, yeah. I, one of the things I like about Last Jedi is once Luke tosses the lightsaber. That's I got all movie. bets are off. Yeah. I have no clue what's happening. Well, even when um, the the quote unquote murder is revealed, that's the that that's was the like, lightsaber whole, moment. Yeah, For that me, is the lightsaber in this movie. That's the lightsaber moment. Once we find out how he dies, it like, happened so early. What's yeah. happening? Yeah. But the whole time, I'm still thinking is like she was looking for the next son or the the drug to help him with the uh, morphine overdose, and I'm thinking I'm like. So far, it's already established that this this character, this nurse, she knows what she's doing. 
someone messed her up. Right. Jamie Lee Curtis's lightsaber. You, you, you know, you know so because sad. it's early enough that there has to be more there to it. There has to be more but, to it. But like, it definitely throws you because this is not how murder mystery movies go. No. Yeah. Again, I think that scene is so good, and she is so good, like digging through her bag. And she's, she's like, killer I can't this whole find time. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and she 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 sees him kill himself. Yeah. That's that rough. Is, oh, that's that is really rough. rough. Yeah. And like, even his whole plan, I was like, hey, I. Like him making sure that she is not a prime suspect, and even like, like if his they ask whole you, plan, if they ask you what happened, say it in this order. Yeah, yeah. So that you, so that you don't have to lie. Uh huh. And that's that's goes to show like how much of an impact that that she had on his life. Yeah. yeah. Like like for, for for what we can tell, he was a good person, and he had a shitty family. That's the other thing I loved about him is that like usually in the murder mystery things, like there's always good motives for why, like not just like what they had to gain, but like why they would want to kill him because he was shitty to them in some way. Yeah. And and like. He was, in every way, what appears to be a good person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was. He was lamenting as like I raised some really terrible children, and yeah. I'm I'm glad I got to meet you. So you're gonna and you're gonna he's, win. And I I think it was. I think it. I think the implication. Although he, I just wanted to point out, like he clearly did not feel that way about Linda. That's true. I I just I I feel like we are led to believe that that Marta changed his life for the better. Yeah. Like he's he wasn't a good father, but then he be, became a better person. With Marta's influence, yeah. I think that's what we're led to. And believe. then yeah. he, and then he, like I love the scenes with, the, like there are only a few seconds or like half a minute long scenes, like where she's just in there in the study together. She's just sipping her coffee, reading a book. She's like, "What's up?" And he shows her the paper of from the finances of his company or who met his like his accountant, <clears throat> showing him that uh, Joni was double dipping, yeah. or when he stealing money, or when he's just like. Can you believe it? And she and he shows her the picture of Richard cheating on Linda. Just all that. Oh stuff. my God, Richard and Linda, the Twin Peaks, the, the letter when he sees the the, yeah. the letter and it's blank, mm-hmm. and be, and then you remember that Linda is like you had to find your own way of communicating with Dad. Oh yeah, yeah the, the 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 secret ink. Yeah, yeah. awesome I love, idea. I love oh, yeah. that stuff. I'm so glad that 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 came about. Came about. End. Yeah, came back like around. Don Johnson tries to bribe the police officer uh-huh. as they're walking ransom away. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, man, like. All the performances in this movie are great. Like, I'm glad it wasn't a just standard murder mystery. Like, we found out the murder really quickly. I mean, I would have. I also would have liked a standard murder mystery. Yeah, I'm just, just glad it wasn't. I think those are pretty good. But yeah, but it the fact that it wasn't really like and with Johnson doing movie. it, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like something I'm not seeing ha- coming is going to happen here. Yeah, uh, appreciate all the trailers for not showing mm-hmm. too much. Yeah, yeah I agree. I'm I'm curious. I want to go back and rewatch the like the last trailer where he's like, "Hey, it doesn't spoil everything, but I'd rather you not watch it just you know to what, see what you know he's what it thinking has? of." It has Fran's, it has Fran's dead body. Yeah, that's oh, the thing. That, yeah, yeah, because I forgot about it, frankly, because I hadn't seen, seen the Knives he, Out trailer for yeah. a while until she's walking into the laundromat, and I'm like, that's "Oh right. yeah, there's like a weird." Other thing here, I yeah. forgot all about it. Yeah, it That's was. Right. I forgot because well, I thought about it. And I was like, after like the murder happens and you're and we're thinking about the the missing drug, and I'm like, it can't be the butler. So, it can't just be that. That's just too. Although good. I would have loved it if it was the butler, if it was Fran, or if, if it was, it was the house. It's like the it, butler did it. Franny, it, it can't be the housekeeper. That's just too cliche for Ryan. Hey, Johnson. Franny, can I get some milk? Uh, yeah. Also, uh, I also love that Fran when she finds the body is not a. Uh, what is normally what happens? Oh, she's when she's holding oh, the tray and yeah. like a shock drop. She's like, oh shit! <laughs> and, yeah. and it's like the muffin falls over. Yeah. Like, oh my god! The, the coffee spills and she's like, oh no! It reminded me of Cabin in the Woods opening it with did, them it driving. Did me too. It yeah, did yeah. me too. How great! How great is it at the end when when Marta is looking at, at the whole family? Yeah, and it's just my house, my house, my my yeah. rules, my and coffee. She, <sighs> and she it's drinks really nice. the coffee. Hey, but, but it's not. It's not it, 
you gotta you, you can't say the whole thing because the important thing is is that it's just saying my we house. just see my house. Yeah, as yes. she sips the coffee, as she's because standing, it's her house, and she's standing on top of the balcony, <laughs> looking down. When they're upon like, them. they're like, this is still our house. Looks at Frank Oz. Oh, oh, uh, and I leave the house to Marta. <laughs> yeah. oh! oh, Jesus! <laughs> Ransom just laughing. <laughs> I and no, deserve it. And he's talking about like this is our ancestral home. Do you think you're just gonna take it? And then he da- bought this in the eighties <laughs> <Yeah>. from a <laughs> Korean man. Yeah, he's like, oh man, the funnest story about that is, and he's like, no, shut up, <laughs> stop it with your foghorn leghorn drawl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, I think. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, let's, let's rate it. Uh, I, you know what? Screw it. I'll give it a 10 out of 10. Give it a 10. Go yeah. for it, dude. Yeah, if you like I it like this much. movie a whole lot. Uh, Sparks. Uh, I I think for what this movie is and what it was going to do, I don't know how they could have done it better. So I'm going to say 10 out of 10. Hell nice. Yeah. Ben? I, I would say 9.5. I don't have anything negative to say about this movie. But I think I just realized the only bummer for me, especially watching good mystery movies, is that I can only... In- the height of my enjoyment is when I first watch it. Because now when I go back and I've re-watch- seen it twice and I've enjoyed it both times. Ben, that, no, that, that's fine. This is a personal problem for me. This I'm going to tell you real dude, quick. Dude, let me finish my thing first, please, that this is just a personal problem. That doesn't mean I'm never going to see this movie ever again. It just means that now that I know what happens, it kind of bums me out a little bit, even though I do like to see how everything kind of falls into place. Ben, the great thing about watching great mystery movies is you watch it from the beginning and you see all the clues the first time that you missed that's why watching these movies is great two times you should always rewatch mysteries twice that's why get out works yes so, be- so you much see it from the beginning when you watch get out twice the second time it becomes a different movie yeah and you can see all the clues from the beginning if you watch this movie again so like i i think i understand why that that's a mystery thing for movies for you but i think that's something you should get rid of Personally, uh, all right. So you would give it a oh, it's a nine point five. Nine point five it is a fantastic movie. Everyone should go see it. Right. I would give it a nine. Uh, uh, I think a nine out of ten is a really good score. Uh, I think this movie is really fun. Don't have many problems with it, or if any. Um, I I I like it a lot. I'm yeah. glad I saw it. You know, what? I think this is one of my favorite of the year so far. It's I know I know it's late in the year, but this is definitely one of my favorite movies. It's it came there. out this year. It's yeah. up there. Yeah. Uh, all right. Should we get into our book club? Hey, welcome to the Fake Nerd Comic Book Store. Can I help you find anything today? Yeah, hi. Um, do you have any books? Can you be more specific? Um, anything readable? All right, then time now for our book club. It's my turn this week. Uh, thank God I'm here. Um, yay. Yeah, that'd be very awkward if you weren't here. So, uh, I chose The Star Wars. Now, real quickly, uh, for those of you wondering... The Star Wars was originally published by Dark Horse, but you can find a Marvel reprinted copy. Uh, it is reprinted in the Star Wars Epic Collection Infinities with uh, three other stories. you got to spend 40 bucks for this one story. Yeah, it's a little too expensive. But anyway. But um, the stuff it does come with is pretty cool, though. Yeah, yeah. I like the Infinities. But th- we're not talking about the Infinities. We are talking about the Star Wars, George Lucas's original draft. Now, the reason why I picked it was because Rise of Skywalker is coming. <gasps> and it is I on the horizon. they are bringing all the elements from this story back into Rise of Skywalker. One, of, I don't know if you guys, if including you guys... Han Swamp thing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm glad I wasn't the only one who saw no, it. No, oh no, dude! I showed a, a panel to Fanny and I said, "Babe, does this not look like Swamp Thing?" <laughs> Alec. Now I, now I, uh, I don't know about you guys, but one of the things I really enjoy doing is looking at to see how a story started and then where it ended. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's actually why I decided to choose this is to. Mm-hmm. Look at where Star Wars started. 
uh, we, because we can definitely see some things that, that ended up in the films, especially in, in the later films. So, But I want to get initial reactions. What do we all think about this one? Uh, real quick, did anyone read this when it first came out? Because I bought every issue when it first came out. I did. Yes, no, so I did, did I. Too. Okay. I did too. Nope. I am the one who did not. No, that's fine. I'm just curious because I thought this was like, it was a cool big deal when it was coming out. Yeah. It was um, the last Dark Horse Star Wars, movie, yeah. Star Wars um, book. Obviously, it's a first draft. Yes. Yes. Clearly, there's a lot of ideas here that that get uh, uh, small end or big end, depending on. This feels like nine movies all in one one book. Yeah. Uh, it definitely feels like that. The art's a standout. Mike Mayhew is an incredible art- artist. Mike Ar- Mayhew is one of the greatest artists of our time. The art really feels like the concept art you've seen from Ralph McQuarrie. The Ralph yeah. McQuarrie yeah. art. Yeah. The art is the standout. I think there are way too many things going on. Obviously, I get it because I understand Star Wars and I know comics, but like, if you're just giving this book to someone, I think it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Or if this was just a movie. If this was just a movie, it would be way too Ooh, much. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. yeah. Too many ideas. Um, I'll, I'll say some cons right off the bat, which is that, uh, you, you know, knowing what this is, um, I think that the Force is so poorly explained. It's barely it's, there. It's like, yeah. it's I'm shocked. very unclear like what makes a Jedi or a Sith what they are. Uh, it's it's almost. I think babble. There's like one instance of somebody using the force to pick something up with a yeah. lightsaber. Yeah. I think there's there's one. a couple of force pushes. It's ba- it's barely it's, it's there. barely it's, it's barely, barely able barely to be there. discerned. Yeah. Um. So it doesn't feel like a a, a clear standout unique thing. Um. Boy, am I glad that Leia changed as a character. Uh. And by that I mean was given a character. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because woof. Uh. She's dressed like she should be a more uh important person. She still gets captured, and she does <laughs> nothing with that. Yep. Yeah. Not a thing at all. In fact, she's given a terrible love story that may or may not be worse than Anakin and Padme's in Episode that's what's, Two. That's the I, origin of it, right? You know it does. What? It does come out of nowhere like yeah. that. Yeah. Like you that know love what? Story. I it, it makes sense that. how George Lucas wrote that love story in Episode Two because guess what? Uh, it made no damn sense. Uh, uh, ben, you want to go? Yeah. Um, as as Ryan said, you can definitely tell this is a first draft. Um, like the villains, even like um, I could. I was when I first read the Star Wars and when it first came out. Six I c- years ago. Yeah. I couldn't real like when I we find Darth Vader without the helmet with a cool menacing red eye, I'm like, Oh, that's neat. He doesn't do jack shit. I mean, once again, this is a first draft. He's of, the Tarkin. Yeah, he's he the, is the role he's of the Tarkin. Gra- even though there is a Tarkin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we see uh Vol- um Valorum. Prince who, Prince Valorum. Prince Darth Valor like Sith Valorum. It's Prince Valorum yeah. who is a Sith. Yeah. yeah. Weird. And even the other Sith guys who have those cool so Oni of, masks. Yeah, on one them. of the, one of the things that's interesting is that the the idea of the Sith and the Jedi are kind of in line of how uh, Lucas intended the history of the Sith and the Jedi. Mm-hmm. So, like the Sith and the Jedi are religions and yeah. not necessarily like species. Well, they're also clans too, because he says well, yeah. like at the end of the book, he's like, he, uh, Valorum turns and says, "Oh no, what are our clans fought for a thousand years?" Yeah, I'm still not sure why he turned. Neither am I. Okay, good because I, I, I read it a couple days ago, and I'm like, I, I remember him turning I, to I the good side. Sith, I think I, he was. Ju- I think it was the, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. I think he was but just like fed up with the emperor really shit. We- right, that, that's really weird because the emperor. It doesn't make sense why he turns because mm. the emperor was was in power em- because of the Sith. Yeah, the emperor. Brought it's it's or- poorly explained. Yeah. I just remember I turned a page and he's fighting with Anakin uh-huh. or whatever, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. did I miss something? Yeah, yeah. it's it's poorly thought. So I mean, one of the things, Luke Luke Skywalker is a training. Anakin Starkiller. Now, yeah. I like Luke Skywalker as being a, a big, rough, takes no shit general. He's the Obi-Wan, right? Yeah, he's Tech the Obi-Wan. Supposed to be? Yeah. Okay. And I kind of. Deke Starkiller. 
Yeah. So, uh, sorry, Kane Starkiller, who's yeah. the Darth Vader. Who rips, yeah, Deke, he, Deke is the one murdered at the yeah, beginning. Yeah. Kane, he rips, he rips open his thing. Use my tries, machines. I am a more machine. It's only in my head and my right arm that's not a machine. The dialogue sucks. The dialogue sucks. Th- his, his death scene where he's like, use my machine parts to power this thing. And it's like, what a noble death. I'm like, was it? Or even when the may, cut, no. may the force of others be with you. Yeah, Jedi Bendu. The yeah. Jedi Bendu. This is he, you know. So you see concept art. So con- it's in the back. Um, so you see concept like this, where it's like the Bendu do show up in Rebels. Um, oh, they do. The Bendu. Yeah, the Bendu. Hmm. The Bendu is a is a is the one in the middle. Um, so you get things like the Force is is a little bit better explained, and it, so you say Swamp Thing for Han Solo. Uh, that design for for Han Solo what was repurposed for Zeb in Rebels. Oh, I know so, what that character looks like. So the uh, the issue zero for this, which yeah. is like kind of like a rush through it's a their bridge pitch. of the story. It's their pitch, and it yeah. came out in between volumes based, too, which was weird. Based around art, um, is better at conveying uh, the giving up of Star Killer's father. I feel. Like the way that it just shows the emotion of the moment, yeah. whereas in the actual issue of the comic here, Ryan, what's up? Uh, in the actual issue of the comic, it's just blown past. But here, it feels like it's a real, impactful, emotional moment. But the comic just like breezes through it. This is a uh, Star Killer's dad giving up the piece so that was that this not in? No, it is. This, this, is, this is the pitch piece. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I'm saying that, that there's so conveys, much more emotion happening. I know that's yeah, yeah. what I'm saying. Like yeah. it conveys it so much more. Yeah. And again, Mike Mayhew's art's incredible, but like. He's I, doing something different. So one of the things that's really interesting is that George Lucas was heavily involved in the beginning of this process. He he obviously allowed them to use his original draft of the Star Wars. Uh, he allowed a lot of the ideas. He okayed a lot of the ideas until, because this was being published while Di- the Disney buyout was happening, and Dark Horse was going to lose the rights to to publish Star Wars comics. Man, transporting the twins. That's just weird. Yeah. After In like missile silos? The so cast, busy. The cast, too big. There's yes, too many people. I agree. In the cast. It turned into Death Stranding all of a sudden. So yeah. when, so when, so George Lucas is, it was heavily involved, and then when he sold Lucasfilm uh, to Disney, he stepped back and he wasn't involved in this anymore. Um, but I guess he kept email. The writer kept emailing mm-hmm. Lucas, and Lucas never emailed back. And and I guess there's a there's a saying with Lucas: if he doesn't if he doesn't email you back, it's an approval. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, I just want to talk about one piece of dialogue that I found really bad. It's between Leia and Anakin, and it's weird for. I small. love you. I hate you. It's exactly that. She's like, "I love you," and he's like, "What is this silly talk of love? Stop acting like a child and start acting like a queen." Oh, and then she responds, "Ooh, I hate you." Do you know what that writing felt like to me? It felt like the really early Sonic the Hedgehog comics. Oh, sorry, Ben. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. You are not wrong, my friend. Uh, yeah, it's real bad. So, yeah, uh, we, see, boy, we see the planet of Wookiees. Uh, yeah. am I, I was about to bring them up. I, am I glad that the Wookiee designs changed? <laughs> so Those my. things look so freaky. Yeah. I do like the, the Stormtrooper design. I did too. It, it's yeah. kind of they have lightsabers now. Yeah, I they all have lightsabers. I kind of d- dug how how a lightsaber mm. wasn't just a Jedi weapon. Anyone could have a laser sword. That was his original no intent. Yeah, and yeah. Jedi Jedi all have red lightsabers. Yeah, and the stormtroopers had blue ones yeah. for some reason. Weird. Even the Sith had red ones. It was like if yeah. you were strong in the Force of Others. Oh yeah, well, may the Force of Others be with you. Well, so was... what, one of the things that Lucas, up until the prequels, Lucas hadn't hadn't uh, hadn't really settled on lightsaber colors for people. Uh, there were going to be Jedi with red lightsabers in the prequels. There actually is one. There in is a, there in is a Jedi power battles for the PlayStation One. There is a Jedi who has a crimson lightsaber. Right, but it was it was. But that was back. It's in It's not in the days. movies, which means yeah. it's, not canon. it's not canon. Yeah, well, that was also back in the old Lucas Arts days. So yeah. 
I miss LucasArts sometimes. So do I. Anyway, uh, so one of that the, girlfriend so reviews made me miss LucasArts a lot. Aww. So yeah. Uh, so you see the Y wings, the early Y wing designs mm-hmm. uh-huh. in this one. I think those look kind of cool. I you like the Death Star. The Death Star looks cool. Yeah. The Death Star does look a lot like of, concept a lot of art. Names that come back around. You know what the Death Star looks like a little bit? The Technodrome from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was trying to think of what it looked like. 100 percent with like the spikes on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As, but as Spark said, a lot of names come back around. Like oh yeah. Valorum, Tarkin, Udapal. Udapal oh, yeah. oh. doesn't show up till episode three, and it's, yeah. that's yeah. amazing. Uh, also, you got uh, Alderaan as the capital of the Empire, uh-huh. not the, the the Emperor. Looks weird. The Emperor looks... He doesn't look as Emperor-ish. No. He, he looks like Emperor Ming from Flash Gordon. I was going to yes! say, he looks like a crossover between Ming because and Hitler. Because the inspiration. Because the inspiration. He looks yeah. really, I really racist. This, this feels a lot more like... Uh, there's a lot of um, Flash Gordon-y John Carter kind of feels. It feels like, more like that. Like uh, teaching the Wookiees yes. how to fly ships. Yes. That's straight out of John Carter. Mm-hmm. I really... I really, it's more I hope that we saw... I wish that we saw more of the mini Star Destroyers. That was cool. Like, a fleet, was like an cool. actual yeah. fleet of them? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I wish we saw more of that. I um, was just bonkers. I was just like, man, you can tell this is concept art, but it was fun concept art. Like it those, felt like those watching ships, concept art come to life. Not just that, but the you had the like those X-wing type ships that had a cockpit on the other oh, side yeah. of the wing. They, the, they looked like the you know what they looked like? They looked like the um the the ship that I like from the prequels, the Republic, uh, the clone fighters. Oh, I know what you're talking about. oh I don't remember. Yeah, the name I know yet. what you're talking about. Yeah, they kind of do look like that. Yeah. R two can talk, and he and three PO are both former Imperial droids. Yes, yeah. they are. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Also, 3PO just straight up throws them out. Yeah. <laughs> I like that they took a lot of R2's dialogue and just combined it into 3PO. Yeah. 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 I, I really am happy that R2 doesn't talk. Me too. To, yeah. Because it me- makes the relationship seem a lot more mean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and is this something like inherently like interesting and funny about like uh, not understanding a character and having something else translate like yeah. oh of course you'd say that like you don't need the whole dialogue <laughs> by the way someone so we talked about the we talked about the proto x-wing design or the republic whatever um there's a guy named chewy who's in one of those fighter pilots and then we meet chewbacca yeah <laughs> and I, that and, was weird and okay then, uh, i thought that was just me like not like was chewy at this battle like what the fuck? <laughs> someone named chewy <laughs> yeah, okay. someone named chewy and then so we meet chewbacca and then it's like oh roar, okay. roar, roar. oh yeah they they, they they actually have a dialogue the che- the the Wookies the Chewbacca's the Wookies the actually Wookies. have a dialogue the in the original uh, in the original concept. <laughs> <laughs> the Draculas. Um, what I call vampires. Yeah. So one of the things I really I really just like seeing how stories evolve. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where the appeal that, that of, of a story like this comes from. That's for me. the appeal why I bought it. I do think the I do really think the art's incredible. Yeah. And I I it goes a long way. Like if the art wasn't as good, like I. I obviously I would have read it for the book club, but I wouldn't have been if, as interested. Yeah. But I think all the like the the original designs and ideas for the book, like it it, it shines through with there's, Mayhew's there's art. There's some there's sometimes where Mayhew draws some fa- some weird phases. Like when uh, what was the one? I think it was the bit where where she's like, "I love you," and and Anakin's face is like, <laughs> "Yeah," and then ten seconds later is like, "Oh, we're in oh, love." But I think it's like, "Hey, are you okay? We're in love." By the way, Whitson. Yeah. 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 Whitson don't care at all about that guy. Whitson doesn't nope. give a shit. When he, who's White Son supposed to? Who's Whitson supposed to be? I think he become. I think they turned him into Han Solo. Oh, it's like a, and, and they then, merge them. I think they turn him into Han Solo, and then they turn Han Solo into Chewbacca. Who's Chewbacca turned into? They get rid of him. No, Wicket. He turns that's, into Wicket. Oh. That's basically. Oh my, no, like for real though, because a lot of so so, so <laughs> the thing that, that I actually really wanted to bring up is that the one one of the few things that is unique to Star Wars is that if you come up with a concept for a movie uh, and it's not used in that movie it will be used down the line that for is, something yeah, else true. and that is kind of it's a little unique to the to this franchise specifically um, so you see a lot of repeat designs come up the designs for the um, for the clone for the clone uh, uh, walkers 
are the original designs for the AT uh, for the AT-ATs. Mm-hmm. Like so you, so these come up again and again. So I I really like the there's a character named Mace in here. There's a character mm-hmm. named Mace. There's, yeah. Um so so one of the things that I that I I, I like seeing is that when characters like Chewbacca when we go to Yavin to see the planet of the Wookiees, uh, that clearly becomes the forest moon of Endor, mm-hmm. and those all, all, Wookiees all become Ewoks. Yeah, like and that. Yav- that and idea. They take the name Yavin for the rebel base. Yeah. So, so that idea does end up in the franchise, but not in A New Hope. It ends up in Return of the like Jedi. Like Aquila itself, it, it essentially becomes Tatooine. Yes. Yes. Yeah, dude. Like uh, looking at this art, yeah. Like Mike Mike yeah. Mike Mayhew's like space battles are just extremely good. Yeah. Like again, he has the Assad Ribic thing where sometimes your faces are a little goofy because you yeah. draw realistic faces. But um, most overall, like uh, there's one scene where I think they're on Aqualay or whatever, and there's like an army of stormtroopers coming to battle them, and they all have mm-hmm. lightsabers, and it's like a, like almost like a splash page. I'm like, yeah. damn, dude, this is good. That yeah. was, but that, the story the story is way too dense. Oh yeah, yeah. there's way there's way too much happening. What more than anything, it lacks is any like quiet character beats yeah. none at all yeah. yeah yeah george george didn't plan any i do scenes. the one thing that i do like uh, just about this being like its own separate like eight issues or seven issues um it takes it, it's not like retelling episode one episode two to episode three it's like a weird amalgamation of all of them in weird parts yeah. and it's all about the death star just yeah. one death star battle yeah and you can definitely see where there was intended to be a sequel like george oh, like george has the end at, at the end the saga like, of opucci oh opucci yeah <laughs> um, so what I, so i really ouch <laughs> that's the predators baby <laughs> oh i remember that uh, i think that guy still follows us yeah cool um so one of the things that that i really like about this is that you see where okay well if this doesn't work here maybe it doesn't work in the original trilogy it comes back in the prequels um, so that that's that's something I really appreciate about Star Wars. Yeah, that no wow. design goes unused. Every idea he had, he used. Yeah, mm-hmm. for better or worse. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I mean that's a it's a fun little jaunt down memory lane. Uh, it's worth a read once. I yeah, think. Abs- uh, if you're if you like Star Wars, it's interesting to see where it originally came yeah, from. That's Absolutely. the whole reason why I bought it in the first place is that it's George Lucas's first draft so turned into comic book. Me too. Oh, oh yeah, wanna, me too. I want to. I want to. Re- I want to read this. Uh, Until the recent Great Rebellion, the Jedi Bendu were the most feared warriors in the universe. For one hundred thousand years, generations of Jedi predict uh, perfected their art as the personal bodyguards of the Emperor. They were the chief architects of the invincible Imperial Space Force, which expanded the Empire across the galaxy from the celestial equator to the farthest reaches of the Great Rift. Now these legendary warriors are all but extinct. One by one, they have been hunted down and destroyed as enemies of the new empire by a ferocious and sinister rival warrior sect, the Knights of Sith. This is literally all nine movies in one reading. Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. The Jedi were a part of the Empire, and then and there then was the a new, new empire. empire. Like, the Empire wasn't bad at first, and now... It, it means, like, the Republic and the Empire, but, yeah. like, I, it, it's a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. It yeah. is. Great looking I mean, book. It's, it's definitely something that, if you're a diehard Star Wars fan, you should probably give a read at least once in your life, because it's like, you just see where it could have gone where it essentially where it all began the first draft of a new hope what came from this and it is cool to see all those names that you do know and you can place like when i saw mace i'm like oh mace windu or alderaan is like hey that planet i got blown up that sucks i do like the way darth vader looks yeah he looks cool but and then i i'm just i like it better with his mask on he doesn't have a mask. Yes. No, the, the, he, he, the would, helmet. He, he has a little oh, helmet. Oh, yeah, he has a helmet, but he doesn't have but a mask. But I also, no, I also really like Valorum with his mask on better. Yeah, it's a very different Valorum. Yeah. <laughs> when he when he when when Valorum takes off his mask, I'm like... Oh, he's just... 
You're just you're, a dude. You're just a dude. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. But just seeing where uh, where it all came from is nice. Yeah. So I do have a I do have a comment from someone. Oh. Uh, for this book for this book we also have knives out. So I'll read that in a minute. Also. Uh, never got around to finishing the series as I was moving during the release of issue three and beyond, but seeing the what ifs and some of the Macquarie concept art, which you can find in the last few pages of the Dark Horse trade paperback reprint of Return of the Jedi, uh, drawn out was fun. Uh, cool how the name Starkiller was recycled for Merrick in the Force Unleashed games. Mm-hmm. That is cool. His name's Merrick? Uh, I didn't know that. Merrick Starkiller. I guess so. I played that game. Uh, real quickly, uh, not spoilers for Knives Out, but Four Color Ultrasound says, excellent movie with a great cast, some twist, but not overly complicated just for the sake of surprise. Yep. Very well done. Uh, the, mean, the Yeah Boys underscore comments. Yeah Boys! Said, uh, I know him. Said that, that comment about Star Wars. I love it. Uh. All right, I'm yeah. done. Cool. That was a, a nice uh, a nice little checkout. Yeah, yeah, that's my last More book Star Wars. Clip. That is my last book left for the year. And nice. I kind of regret it. But don't regret it. No, don't. No, don't. Dude, All right. cool. don't. Dude, it's don't good. do it. I hadn't read it. Sparks. Yeah, what? Your book club. Next oh, week. no. He's picking <laughs> the Star Wars. I don't know. Star Wars Infinities? No. No, no, no we did know. it. We did do that. No, we, didn't, we didn't all read it, though. I read it. Well, what's Infinity? I loaned that to you, you and did. you never read it. I'll come wait, up. no. Wait. You're right. I'll wait. come up with something. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. We'll, we'll announce it on the... IG on the eggs. Uh, all right, next week we're doing Jumanji Next Level. I, what Jumanji? That movie's coming out. Yeah, we're also uh, over the next week releasing our Star Wars episode. Yes, theoretically, hopefully, and <laughs> announcing our giveaway. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, theoretically, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> all right, we got a YouTube page. Whoop, 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 whoop. Check out the link in that description. Hey, are, uh, we, are we releasing some things on that? You bet your sweet ass. I leave that to you. Oh, shall I do that now? Well, hold on. Oh, okay. <laughs> We have a YouTube page. You can use the link in the description to check out shows like Fake Nerds Watch, where we are doing The Mandalorian and Watchmen. TikTok. Yes. And? And uh, coming up this next week, we'll have Crisis. Uh, Crisis. Crisis. Crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh, we'll After have to record with Crisis and Mandalorian the same weekend. Hell yeah, baby. Yep. Swamped a week. Crap. All right. Hell yeah. Uh, Basement Arcade, you guys are still trucking through Sonic Mania. Sonic's happening. Yep, we're going through it. No, I, the last play session was very fun. Yeah. Yeah, we got through some shit. Yes, Good, because last time you were like, it's still going. <laughs> no, it's it's. I mean, it is still going, but I'm enjoying it. That's good. Yeah. Is there another Basement Arcade coming soon? You know what? The end of the year is approaching. I'm not going to promise anything, but I think um, there might be some... Um, um, let me think of the right word. Um, it's going to be awesome and combative. Okay. <laughs> some uh, very... Don't some- get crazy, Ben! Brutality. We have a Funko. Yes. We have a Funko affiliate link. You can click the link in the description and use promo code Shop Ten for ten percent off your purchase. Uh, we have a Patreon and a T Public. And uh, thank you to everyone who listens. <laughs> we sure do. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the Patreon. You can use the. Please donate to the. Keep the lights on. And our T Public. We have some cool shirts. Shit like that. Do we yeah. gonna say something? Don't. Yeah, I I, I do want to give like another thanks to fake to. Fake nerd podcast, yeah, we're downright great. nerdy uh, for doing the Star Wars episode with us. And I forgot to mention when I was doing my recap of the week, and I don't know why I didn't say it at the top because I got caught up in complaining about Wuthering Heights. Um, <laughs> I spent a whole day, um, my, Megan and I spent a whole day with them at <clears throat> Disneyland, and that was really great. And they were they were awesome to hang out with. Hell and they're, yeah. uh, hey. they're very supportive of us, and and they're awesome people. And I went I'm really to glad Disneyland they did too. 
Oh, really? I went to Disneyland. Yeah, you did. You had nice. a you had a nice day too. Yeah. Hell yeah. Really nice, really nice day to to just relax. You deserved it. It was raining. So Woo! no lines. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's the I best. I got to do Smuggler's Run twice. That's Ooh. the best. Which is awesome. By the way, apparently you can screw up so bad that the ending changes. I don't know that. Really? Ooh. We should just go and not do a single thing. <laughs> what do you mean? Like with the meteor thing? Yeah. That's not what that is. What is um, that? The meteors happen if there's an ADA guest getting off the ride uh, before you can be unloaded because it takes longer to get them out with a wheelchair and everything. <gasps> oh, that's so cool. <clears throat> yeah. That's so much fun. They should do that all the time. <laughs> Uh, we have a T public uh, links in the description. Thank you to everyone who listens. We greatly appreciate it. <coughs> uh, thank you to Jeremy Bellucci for our uh, theme musics and thingies. And I think yeah, next year we're going we're gonna to try and get more stuff from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can find him at Jeremy Bellucci Keyboards. As he has a podcast called Suburban Proctologist. You can find that on iTunes on Facebook.com slash Suburban Proctologist Official and Instagram sub at Subproc Podcast. What's the update on that one? I have a couple of scripts in my email. Oh, oh shit. There so stuff is happening. Mike Matola. Mike Matola. Mike Matola. Mike Matola. Let's Mike talk Mottola. about him for a minute. He is moving to Seattle. <laughs> he is. Uh, that's Pacific really Pacific Northwest. But he says he still wants to be on the show. And Yay. he says, if if we'll have him, of course we'll have him. Of course can we will. not have him? Of course we'll have him. All the time. Uh, he'll come for cons, but he is moving to Seattle. He had a he had a, he has an art gallery opening. He had that yesterday. Yesterday. Uh, but this art gallery is still up. If you guys want to check that out, if you're at the LA area, weren't able to go. None of us were able to go. I was working till like midnight. I was working. It's yep. awful. I felt so bad because I was like, "You're moving to Seattle. I want to see you before this happens." Yeah, yeah, I agree. We'll see him again. Yeah, yeah. I hope so soon. Destiny's a line that um, way. Um. All right. Anyway, so yeah, so you can find him at Mike Patola. He's a great guy. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all at Fake Nerd Podcasts, Fake Nerd Guys at gmail.com. If you'd like to get in touch with us personally, I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Sparks? I am at Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter, S-P-A-R-K-Z Witty. Ben? You can find me on the internet at BenMagnet27, specifically on Instagram and Twitter, but also you can find me writing for OldSchoolGamerMagazine.com. My most recent article, which is a love letter to 25 years of PlayStation, because PlayStation had the 25th anniversary this week, and it's I'm actually really proud of this one, so please read it. Heck yeah. Link in the description. Please read it. I want people to read it. I really enjoyed it. Link's in the description. Yeah, link's in the description. No, it is. Link or Zelda? <laughs> Ryan, where are you? Oh, DJ Tony <laughs> Snark everywhere. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, rate and review wherever you get us. We greatly appreciate it. Until next week, guys, stay tuned.